guys, we want this to be we want this to be civil. So please oh, raise your hands when you have a point to make. Um, take turns and no making fun of other people's horrible opinions. And say your, is there a say mid? Is there like a mid podcast cry that we get to have after we fight like halfway through <laughs> yes. it? We get a good cry in and we finish yeah. the rest of the podcast. Okay, there I just is. want to make sure we have a scheduled cry. Yeah. Yeah. Now Dan and Jeff live too far away, but Kyle, if we really if it really goes bad, we could. Maybe meet up and just have a nice hug at some point. You know, yeah, we I'd might like that. do that. Yeah. We need to do that. Like a real it's a good embrace. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's okay? If you're, <laughs> we are discovering all of the emoji reactions on Skype. I don't right even now. want to start touching stuff because I'll break something. So the snow, <laughs> the snow falling continuously would actually be kind of a nice effect. But hey, Jeff, there's a really cool emoji. It's a red little phone icon down at the bottom middle. Click that one. <laughs> Oh no way! <laughs> oh, what's that? I can do that. Uh, do you have Unpacked in the background? Is that what that is? Yeah, it's yeah. the game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Best game of the year. <laughs> well, we better get started because we've got a lot to talk about, and this is just part one of our game of the year debates for the year 2021. Although now it's 2022, so happy mm. new year to everybody. New year, uh, but new it's time, us. New year, new us, and time to reflect on last year's games. Which, guys. I've been told a lot, bad year for gaming. Awful year for gaming, right? <laughs> yeah. Really bad I don't know. Year. I have a solid top 10, so I don't Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm with you. Ranking my top, honest, I got to be honest with you, my top 20 was actually kind of tough. So I have yeah. a, there's a yeah. lot of really good games this year. Uh, I think this will be fun. It's a weird year. It reminds me of 2019 where a lot of good games, but nothing that was like my obvious home run hitter that was a no-brainer to sit at the top or even top three. So it'll be an interesting one. But... We have a couple weeks till we get to best overall game. We have smaller categories to get to before then. If you're not familiar with how we do this, um, typically, hopefully, Derek will be able to join us because we want to have all five of us. It's nice to have a, a tiebreaker, uh, an uneven number um, for those kind of situations. But the goal of this is for us to create a group of shared lists on certain categories. And then other times, we'll just share some of our personal favorites because it's really hard to do a shared ranking of certain categories. And it's also kind of boring to do all those, to, listen, to make you listen to all those over and over again. So for right now, it's Kyle, Jeff, Dan, and myself. And then hopefully Derek will get a chance to join us later on. So let me go over the rules real quick. So our game of the year debate rules are, the game must have been released in 2021. Oh, dang it. All right. I do think, <laughs> I know yeah, there's a lot of people like, my top, my top games all came out in 2015. I'm like, all right, that's great. I'm uh, glad I've it. seen some really weird lists yeah, in the group where I'm yeah. like, okay, whatever. That's I'm not going to nitpick, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you make your own list. But for our purposes, that is a rule we try to stick to. We can always have exceptions here and there. Maybe it was something that was in early access or maybe it was only on one platform and we totally missed it. And typically it's when it's a PC game that finally comes, or a mobile game even, that comes to consoles that finally catches on. I think we could count some of those, especially if we've never considered them in the past. I don't want to do what we've seen in other awards things where it's like, oh, uh, Flight Simulator is up again for the same category yeah. two years in a row. Like, uh, Genshin uh, Impact, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Genshin right? Impact, right, exactly. Enough. So we're trying to focus in on stuff that released in 2021 for the most part. Some exceptions when we'll decide together. Uh, we'll kind of make it, we'll do Calvin Ball. We'll make up the rules as we go for some of that stuff. Um, so what we'll do for each category that we're going to rank together is we'll establish a list of eligible games that we want considered. So I created a list and I'll do a screen share. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the list we're working from. And then we'll just kind of go essentially go around until we're done listing games we want to have considered. So um, we'll do that first. Uh, and then the second round is to narrow that list down to 10. So we'll start kind of making our cuts and 
hopefully we can find some common ground. Usually the way this goes is we all kind of agree consensus wise, like, yeah, these five are obvious. And then it becomes a little more nitty gritty after that. And then after that, once we get down to ranking them uh, for the final round, whenever we get into a stalemate, if there's if we're stuck, we maybe maybe we have the right number of people to really cast vote, but someone's not comfortable voting because they've never played it. Uh, maybe then we have to go over to something like Metacritic, which is a pretty cold-hearted and I think not the most accurate way to pick a better game. I really don't think it is, mm. but I don't know of a better tiebreaker to be honest with you. We uh, do have some community voting. We do have some community voting, but we didn't do it for all categories. So we might dig into those results as well if we have to for uh, for some tiebreakers, if that makes sense. So yep. Yep. Um, all that makes sense to you guys. Any questions? We good? Ready to fight? I'm, yep. I'm gonna punch you guys. Ready. I'm gonna punch you guys so hard in the faces. Just so hard. Dude, you have all those I wish we were in a cafe right now, and then the fight would mm-hmm. really be on. I'm gonna go sure. autonomous instinct, ultra instinct, on you, Kyle. That's One person knows what that means. And you just, <laughs> just said his name. <laughs> Dan. Dan has extra has weapons behind him, and he's threatening to punch us. So yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't need swords. I use my fists. All right, so let's jump right into it, and we're going to kick things off with a personal list. No need to rank these. We don't have to argue over which goes first. It's just their own personal picks for the best remaster, remake, and or collection. However you want to pick them. For me, it's mostly um, just the remake and collection piece. There's not a whole lot of remasters that I played this year that I liked, but uh, however you want to do that, your personal top three, one of each of those. Um, however you want to do that, but, um, I'll go ahead and go first since I've got mine ready to roll here. So my, I thought there were some actually pretty good collections and remakes from this year. Um, so I've actually got four. So at number four, it's the Castlevania advance collection. Mm. I thought that was a really fun group of games to play. I didn't play them all through, but I played a couple of them pretty far into them. Um, those are really good. A couple of them are really good games. Some of them are just kind of fun like historic pieces to have in a collection. It's nice to have those in the library, but man, some of those are really good. So I really enjoyed uh, the advanced collection on the switch is where I got it. Number three is super Mario 3d world plus Bowser's fury. That one's a little weird because it's a lot of new content and it's a re-release. So however you want to think about that, I thought of it as like a sort of a collection slash re-release personally. And I thought that was just amazing. I had never played it, never owned a Wii U so Super Mario 3D World was one of those games that I just kind of assumed, oh, guess I'll never play it. And uh, it came out, and I loved it. And I thought Bowser's Fury was brilliant. Really enjoyed Bowser's Fury. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Act Razor Renaissance was number two for me. Oh, uh, geez, of course, that was, a, that was a surprise release. I was not expecting that. And then, boom, it just not only was it announced, but then it was released that day. I mean, that was so exciting uh, when that happened. So I'm a big Act Razor fan, and I thought, that the complete ground up rebuild of that game was brilliant. I thought they added some really smart stuff. It looked great, played great. And uh, I love, love, love that game. But number one has to be the Mass Effect Legendary Collection. I finally played those games. Almost done with three. Played a little bit more over Christmas break, actually. And um, just so fun. So good. Really moving games. Great stories, characters. You know, everything everyone says about those games, it's just true. It's all, it's true. All of it. As Especially the ending. Um, well, I haven't gotten to the end of three yet, so I'm working on it. Just joking. Oh, okay. Well, people uh, are dumb. <laughs> oh, because they I'll hate it. I'll all day. I don't right. care. People, people <laughs> yeah. hate it. I was, I was oh. making a joke against the people that were furious and crying about like, it. Which is, like, to be to be fair, like, the world. It was like the majority of people are mad at it. But, 
Uh, but I like it. I think the ending. But yeah, I thought I like that it. collection was great. I thought the upgrades that they made. I mean, it just parts of it. Even parts of two were like, is this game? This game isn't new, right? Because it looks and plays really yeah. modern. Um, so yeah. Three when I booted up three I, and like actually started playing it, I was like, wow, this this game does not feel like it was made ten years ago, you know? <laughs> like, or however long it was, eight years. Those ago. Those are my those are my favorite collections slash remake re releases. Uh, who else has a list they want to share? All right, I'll go. Um, I'll, I'll just blow through mine real quick. My number five was uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Um, mm. You couldn't even buy that game anymore, so it's just nice to be able to like pick this game up. One of the best soundtracks in a game ever. I love this Thank you game. for reminding me about that one. I completely forgot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one, I'll do uh, Death Stranding uh, Director's Cut. Uh, it's not just graphics. There's new content. There's a lot of new, new stuff in this game. A lot of action-oriented stuff. It's pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Um... Number three, uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim Anniversary. I just have it just to make people mad, to be honest. That's, I just put it on here <laughs> just to be controversial. Uh, can we just like a... can we just talk about Skyrim the next couple hours? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, and then we can transition back into Matrix. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my number my number two is uh, Near Replicant version. I'm not gonna say all those numbers. Uh, I'm dyslexic and I can't read that right off the bat. Um, it's just lazy code. Jeff, you just said uh, started playing this. Pretty good game. I like this game a lot. Yeah. Um, and my number one I share with uh, Tim. It's uh, Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. Getting to replay this game again was just tops. It was just one of my favorite. It's actually, if we could add these to the main list, like this would probably be my game of the year again. So, so good. So yeah. good. Having all those in one spot is really cool, too. Just fire yeah. up one. And Playing them back to back to back to back also, I was just like, this story just flows so well. I just, I, uh, I really enjoyed it. It's really good. Now, can we all agree, though, that Near Replicant should have just been called Near Replicant because the version number is super obnoxious? Can we all agree that that's obnoxious? It's I'm, very I'm super tired of very Birth important. by Sleep, 365 <laughs> Day Over 649, Kingdom Heart. Like, I'm Dot just, hack so tired. slash whatever. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so tired. I don't know why Japan thinks this is cute, but cut it out. Yeah, Near Replicant. Near Replicant would have been great. Near Replicant would have worked just fine. I don't know why they didn't just go with that. Anyway. Japanese people do nothing wrong, all right? Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> they do nothing, nothing wrong, wrong. Ever. nothing no, ever nothing <laughs> ever well dan what about you do you have some uh remasters collections that um, you've enjoyed this year all right so does re uh seven remake integrate count it's this sure. category okay so yeah. i i count that because i mean technically it's just sort of like the slight bump up to the ps5 like visuals and fidelity uh I mean, stranding like, and ghost it's a new skew way. and they added so, a, a word to the title and, i think it counts and the dlc <laughs> and the dlc attached to it which is actually uh pretty important too. yeah don't get uh, yourself you could actually argue it's more of a remaster than uh super mario 3d world was so sure yeah. Um, so that's obviously my number one. Um, Skyrim would be my number two because Skyrim is fantastic. Because it's suck, poop. Suck at everybody. Two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> poop joke. Poop joke. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Thank you for reminding me. Also, Kyle. Oh, um, of course. Yeah. Scott yeah. Pilgrim was that. That was such a, a delight for that to come back because people really did want it to come back. So that was cool. Um, Mario Party Superstars is. Um, just a really fun, yeah, they kind of remastered, like, a random selection of, like, older Mario Party levels, and it looks really pretty, and, I mean, it's, a lot of people like the older stages more than sort of the latter ones um, mm. in the Mario Party series, so that one's pretty fun. Um, yeah. And then I, Pokemon Shining Pearl, just because um, my wife and I are playing that right now, and it's super fun. It's it's more like the classic uh, Pokemon as opposed to Sword and Shield, which obviously is kind of, I guess, the new style of Pokemon. So, yeah, they've been that's... remaking those games for a while now. And this one, for whatever reason, got crucified. 
Like, I don't, I, I didn't really well, understand it. I, I, I think, I think it's the, uh, the sort of weirdness of switching from like the little chibi characters when you're roaming around the world yeah, to like sure, when you're fighting, sure. then they look like the normal proportions. But it's like that doesn't, I mean, bo- that doesn't bother me. Like, I don't yeah. care. Like, it's that's kind of how all of the classic Pokemon games were. All of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's super weird. I, yeah. I just I saw a lot of people just really go after this game. I'm like, yeah, but they remake one of these every other year. They remake a new, like they <laughs> yeah, remake been, just like yeah. this. They do this. They've been this switching one. with like but this new one. We're really mad at one. for whatever reason. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think my favorite of all the Pokemon remakes, by the way, just random thought is probably Let's Let's Go Eevee. And I know a lot of people didn't oh, love that yeah. as much. I like that one a lot. I, yeah. I thought those games or or Let's Go Pikachu was the other option there, but I yeah. thought those games were well, super charming. What really fun. To be fair, it's because it's the original one, and that's still the best Pokemon as far as I'm Oh, so fun. And they made some fun changes there. But anyway. 151, man. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Jeff, what about you? This series is terrible. Stop talking about Pokemon. Stop it. Uh, I'm going to oh. punch you so hard. You're so rude. You know what? You're, you're never mind. I was going to say something. Stupid. You're not 12 anymore. Let's move on. All right. So, you're, you're uh, literally, though, I got unpacking we? on your background. I, I cannot. <laughs> Take it's just the game of the year, guys. I'm just trying to represent the game. Jeff, I'm gonna need you to pack your bullshit right back up. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> if you're just if you're just listening to this, Jeff's background is literally the game unpacking. So any <laughs> criticism he throws at us is it no longer matters. But it is void and null. <clears throat> That's right. Go ahead, Jeff. What there are were many uh, remake. First of all, I thought there would be like a separate DLC expansion category, but I couldn't find it in the notes. Um, so I'll just lump that into this. Sure. Um, so uh, first of all, I did try to play through many. Collections. Oh, I say many. I mean like two that I could really connect with, and it's one that Tim mentioned. Unfortunately, Super Mario 3D World. I couldn't really connect to that game. Um, and then the other one was a GTA trilogy that was crucified. Whoops. Some would argue rightfully so. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. whoops. Whoopsie. So the games that I did actually like. Um, and by the way, pause real quick. If you want to save DLC for our best whatever category, that's when you get to make your own categories and. You yeah. can save it if you want to, but I'm also whatever you want to do. If you want to share the, your favorite DLC here too, I like that too. Either Might as well. I already mentioned like you know Final. I haven't gotten the Final Fantasy um, Integrate one yet. I still haven't either. I haven't, I haven't seen. I haven't played the episode. Same. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to mention uh, since I just started it, New Replicant version STFU one five three one four repeating. Wait, please continue. Keep going. No, no, no. It's no, really no. good That's so far. Absolutely though. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> it's really good so far. And the, the the thing that shines the most in this series is it's the combat. So I mean that's yeah. If you got it's good like combat in your game. Near automata, that's like, what and the music. Like, and the people. music. Yeah, the music's pretty good. Not the best of the year, but it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's probably the best of the year, but it won best of the year, shouldn't have. Uh, but it was pretty good. It won. It won. But I think it won, so... Yeah, I, I, there's a, there's a I know it won, but, so. you know, so did, uh, you know, some bullcrap for a game of the year. So, whatever, it's fine. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I really, like, I really like it so far. Uh, Mass Effect was my first time playing it, too. And I did I, I did beat the three. I beat all of it. And it immediately made me want to play Andromeda. I loved it so much. Um, any other year, that would be, like, my number one game, period. Uh, you know, like, I mean that entire package but you know i say any other year i mean if the rules allowed it <laughs> even yeah. my own rules not just the podcast rules but when i make my list i don't include re-releases remakes all that stuff so yeah, like yeah. if i did uh this would be number one because uh, mass effect just blew my blew my socks off um but uh yeah uh ghost ghost of shishima uh director yeah that 
That's a was good choice. Amazing. Holy yeah. freaking crap. If dude. I had DLC on my list, it would, that would be one or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that, that's definitely so one for me. That story did not need to be as good as it was. The horse mechanics did not need to be as cool as they were. <laughs> like, I mean, so much about this game. It feels like the developers just spoiling us. Like, oh, you you uh, you didn't ask for multiplayer, but here it is. And it's amazing. And it's really in depth and yeah. super fun. Wow. Yeah. 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 There's a lot to it. The grind mm-hmm. is not like obnoxious or anything. It's and, exactly. And, it, and it's free. So, and exactly free, yeah. and Iki island uh is uh well it's not free i mean sure but oh, 20 dollars maybe yeah it's like 10 it's, 20 dollars something like that it's like uh, 20 so, hours 25 hours much. of content right i forget yeah it's like 10 hours yeah it took me a while we can all agree that that game is ugly right we all yeah, agree that no absolutely it's probably one of the worst looking games i've ever seen <laughs> it's worse than unpacking for sure unpacking yeah yeah it's no Balan Underworld. You know what I mean? No, it's <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Switch <laughs> version. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's no GTA trilogy, you know? It's... <laughs> All right, those are good. Yeah, they were, listen, this is a pretty good year for uh, collections, especially and remasters, remakes. I mean, I think every year we get a collection of those, or, a, you know, a selection of, you know, revisiting old favorites, but something about seeing mass effect especially come out this year just made it feel like a better year something about that legendary collection that's been talked about for a long time when do we get in the trilogy when do we get in the trilogy and then here it is and boy it de- really delivered really uh, really 94 hours and under a month that was my Oof. That's that'll it. do it i couldn't believe it because like this is at a time where like i was having a hard time finding time to play i was canceling plans to replay this game like i don't know <laughs> Nostalgia yeah. is a weapon, guys. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, use it. Use it the last year that they do more remakes and re-releases and stuff, collections. Yep. All right, well, enough of this uh, happy, friendly, <laughs> hey, what's your favorite? That's cool. Nice picks. Like, now we're going to actually do a shared <laughs> list and fight each other on it. All right? Cool. Yeah. So we're going to start okay. things off, especially since Derek's not here. It's a perfect one to start without him being around, and that is uh, best. We're not. Go ahead. We're not saving it. We're not saving it. All We're right. Not saving. Fine. We're not saving it. Yeah. Best indie game. Although our definition of indie, I mean, for the most part, I've always thought of this as if it's kind of a smaller budget game, a smaller game in general. I like the idea of including it here. So even if it happened to have a big publisher, but it was a twenty dollars release, like for example, like Child of Light, if that had come out this year, I would have said, mm. hey, let's include that on the list, even though it's Ubisoft. Ubisoft, Tim. I know. No, no, no. I totally agree with you. I think I think you and I have the same exact definition of what an indie is. So, so yeah. I did. I'll do a screen share here. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can kind of see the list as it as it takes shape. If you're listening, whatever, it doesn't make a difference to you anyway. Um, but yeah, you'll see some on here that are clearly made by a very small team, published by probably self-published, you know, and they just happened to catch on. And that's awesome. That's truly indie. I understand that's the real definition. I also want to consider games that maybe had. Uh, a bigger publishing arm behind it, whatever it is, but it still falls in that same category. Mainly, the main reason I like to do that is because I just don't think some of these games are going to get any attention in any other categories. Definitely not in our overall game of the year. So this gives the smaller games a chance. That is why my gut told me to leave off stuff like uh, Life is Strange, True Colors, and It Takes Two, games that in the past we might have thought of them as a little more indie for whatever reason outside of the real definition of it, but I don't know, they're full-priced, big games. They feel like fully-fledged $60 plus experiences to me, but I could be convinced to include, for example, It Takes Two, considering it that is a smaller team than some uh, with Haze Light, but they're not tiny. There's like 60 people there. It's not that small, but... uh, But like you're you're saying, we're not adding Kana, right? Like that's... (laughs) 
Kana's like 15 employees. So yeah, I mean, Kana, that's... I have Kana on the list. I don't know how. So you we have couldn't... it on the list. Okay, okay. So I, I don't know because that, that one was is also tricky. a. It was Cause a forty. Because it, because yeah, because like it, it, it exists in two worlds where it is a small team, but it's also a big game. <laughs> but it's <laughs> a, know, but like... it was a smaller priced game. That's one for some reason my mind keeps going to that too. I don't know. Yeah, why. Yeah, forty dollars. It's that's a game on a budget for sure. So it's just kind of a smaller game, and I don't uh, know. And it takes two. Uh, the previous game they did a way out got millions of dollars to make from uh, whoever did it, EA. Um, so it, I feel like the budget would have been only bigger for it takes two. So. Yeah. That's what do you guys think? What do you guys indie, think you know? about uh, stuff like Kena? It takes two. What do you think about these? Should we include them? Yes? No? What do you think? I mean, Kena's probably going to be uh, like on a lot of people's top ten lists, I imagine, right? I it was on the actual game, the game, awards. The game awards, so. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, not that we're just going to only use that as a uh, frame of reference, but... Yeah. You're, oh, know. you're saying that it makes sense because they also had it as an indie and it is and it, is that... Okay. Yeah, I mean, if I, I anybody think, would know, the industry would know, I would hope. But yeah. I kind of feel like an argument could be made for either way. So I guess whatever our gut feeling is, we can kind of... Yeah, and, and I don't want to bring up, like, well, Sony did pump a lot of money into that. But then we go back to the Ubisoft reference with, like, sure. Child of Light, where we're like, oh, but it is a smaller budget game. So mm-hmm. I, th- I, th- I feel like it's probably a good idea to be inclusive on big, yeah. you know, companies yeah. doing small games. We, might, we would, might just weigh that when we rank it, if it does make... Like, I would want to keep but... Kana in there. I'm honestly, I'm kind of 50 50 on it takes two because it there's elements of it that feel indie to me and elements of it that feel like a big I think it takes two should be indie personally. What do you think, Jeff and Dan? I, I if you guys all want it, I'm uh, I'm down with that. I mean, it feels indie, but I I know it's a full price game. I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm mixed. Is it off. 60? Was it? I thought it, I thought I thought it was like only 40. It's 60. Oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Okay, and that's, well. a, and that's okay. That doesn't have to be like a an automatic. I mean, uh, I'll double check, but. That doesn't have to be a disqualifier. And, and again, only judging from what A Way Out got, because we don't have the budget details on it, it takes two. But A Way Out, which was much shorter, got like three-something million dollars to develop it. And I assume It Takes Two got like way more just based on how long it is. And you know, for, for people who are listening to, I got to be honest, there are times with some of these categories, I just kind of go with my gut. So as I was mm-hmm. going through the list and I was moving games from my overall games list into the indie category, I kind of just went with my gut. And so with It Takes Two, for some reason in my gut, I was like, yeah, that's a AAA game. Maybe that's not fair. And I'm 100% okay with, I just think um, I could go either way on that one. I do feel like Kana belongs in here. I don't think something like Life is Strange does. I think that's a AAA game so through. through I'm, looking, I'm looking on Steam. I mean, I could check other references, but, and I don't know if this was like an actual permanent price, price drop. It's on sale right now for 20, half of 40. So it's showing as t- It Takes Two being 40 full price. Yeah, I, I remember buying it for 40 on PS5. So I don't know if that was like oh. a permanent price drop. Yeah, I don't remember buying that game for 60 bucks. Okay. Or 70 or So whatever. maybe that doesn't even, it doesn't well, even Well, we definitely know Life is Strange costs that much, that's for sure. But um, let yeah. me, yeah. Check that price. So I don't know. Life okay. is Strange was full price, yeah. That's well, true. yeah, it's on the I, PlayStation Store for forty dollars full I'm price. I'm really yeah. kind of indifferent on it. Kyle says include it. Dan and Jeff, do you have Go a ahead. strong? Yeah, the there. price is a. Uh, Just do it. Do it. Uh, do it. Yep. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's <laughs> let's put it in there. Do it. All right. You know what? Kyle's a nice young man. Let's just throw him a bone. Right? I, mean, I don't. I, I super don't care that much. Yeah, throw me a bone yeah. about something cooler nope. than that. Kyle, <laughs> you just got your first favorite. No, I want to. No, I want to redo on my box. You owe us later. This is dumb. Ugh, I, I already hate you guys. Nice I even started debating it. I already hate you guys. Stop being nice to me. We haven't even. It's true. We haven't even got. We haven't even put one game in this list. I haven't. All right. I'm already heated. Already nice mad. To, 
I'm saying something nice to Cal, and he's fucking furious. True. Let's throw me a bone on the worst category. (laughs) All right, Derek. (laughs) All right, well, let's go around and start naming games we want to have considered on this. Uh, Dan, we'll start with you. It was kind of, and you don't have to explain much about it yet. You can just say, just Um, name a game you want to move over. And you can start at the top of the list here and work your way down if you want. Definitely not. It takes two. That game is stupid. So. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. All right. Why? Um, Lies a lot. <laughs> uh, let me look real quick. Let me look real quick. Uh, I didn't. Oh damn it. I wish I had. I haven't played it. Eastward. I'll do Eastward. I haven't played it yet, but I know that I'll love it. A great right, choice. So I, I think Jeff? that should be on there. I think that should be on there. Yep. I can zoom in. Okay. Jeff. Belheim. Yes. I did not see that down there. We're counting it right, by the way. We didn't even discuss this on the podcast. We didn't even discuss this. Uh, Doesn't matter. is an early access. They've got five of their planned nine biomes and bosses released. Uh, mm-hmm. But the core game is, com- I would argue, is complete. And I think you can get a really full game experience there. But I won't t- say I too agree. much more about it. But I, I included it on my personal list for stuff. I do too. I don't care that much if we decide, hey, early access is kind of weird to include here. So do you guys have a strong opinion about that? I, have I, a strong opinion I feel about like Valheim this game should there. be a hard 2021 game, to be honest. I think yeah. so, too. Because if we wait until this I, game I is cultural uh, 1.0 is, is important when you're rating, like, did, well, did a game come out? I don't know. Did it literally shift the world? It did a little bit. People were talking about Valheim mm-hmm. nonstop whenever this game came For out. a couple so, months yeah, there. Right? My dad has logged 900 hours into this game. Remember how, it, mad, really? remember how mad <laughs> we were whenever, like, Fortnite or, like, Dude, finally won? I just won, cracked 300 like, on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Well, Fortnite like, went AFK years, a lot and let the pigs Fortnite. meet. So. Yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite three years in won like game, like best game right. of something, and we were all mad about it because like this game's <laughs> been out for years. Yeah, like, yeah. we need yeah. to treat Valheim like that. You know? I think you're right because if we wait till this game truly hits a 1.0 release, it's probably going to be like 2025 if I'm being realistic because of how much mm. they still have planned to go. Yeah. So um, that'd be kind of weird to be like, oh yeah, I loved that game from four years ago. You know, so I like including it now um, personally. All right, Kyle, what do you want to move over? Uh, I want to move over the Artful Escape. All uh, right. Yes. I'll hop back to the top and move 12 minutes over to be considered. Dan? Uh, let's see here. Death Store. All right. Jeffrey? Um, there's one that I wanted. Uh, can you scroll down? Oh, actually, I'll just scroll down on my end. What am I doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unpack? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you can you can move it up. Unpacking over. <laughs> oh, solar ash. Solar. There it is, Kyle. Hmm. I just put it takes two over. Okay, Dan. Um. Let's see here. Let's say Little Nightmares 2. Nice. Did anybody else play that but me? Or... I have so not So you definitely played it. played it, Dan? No, but um, I really, really enjoyed the first one. So, yeah. I mean, if it's on par quality-wise, like then I know. Yeah, even better, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Uh, oh, Kana. Yeah, <laughs> the, ones, the ones we were arguing about. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to get the ones that I'm like, ah, I don't know if these will make the ten first. You know. Sure. Um, let's see, Curse of the Dead Gods. I'll bring that one over. Uh, Dan Beck. Oh, did I skip you, Kyle? Sorry, did I skip you, Kyle? Yeah, Kyle. 
Uh, I'll go the Ascent. I want to play more of that game, but me too. Awesome. Come over. I do. Need yeah, to play I forgot. More of that ab- I forgot about that one. Dan, what do you want to bring over? Anything else? <laughs> hmm. And again, these are mainly just ones that you're like, hey, I'd like to at least make a small case for it to be considered. Like that's that's the qualifier here. I mean, uh, honestly, not even sarcastically un- unpacking for sure. Okay. <laughs> Jeff? What? No, what? <laughs> Can we unpack that for a second? I, yeah, I was a not going to say that game ever, even though the, I got the background. I was going to make the joke. I would have brought it over just because I love Kyle so much. Jeff, what do you think? <laughs> I even though Do House you? of Ashes is in the list, I don't I don't consider it indie because it's got all these stars in it. And, Which one? Uh, House of Ashes. I don't consider that indie personally. Okay. All right. Because of enough. all the stars and Supermassive is like. We can talk about it when it comes to like story and other stuff. And stuff. Yeah, I'll argue for that one in other categories. I'm just throwing that okay. out there because I want people to know I love that game. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw Inscription a bone, even though it's like normally not my cup of tea. It's uh, it's got a lot going for it. Yeah, I have that. I have a category on my own personal list where I just kind of had to admit, like, I didn't play enough of these games to really yeah. rank them somewhere. And inscriptions on there because I played through the whole demo. It's really great, but I don't feel like I played enough to really. Yeah, because apparently it changes each act. Like it's like the, yeah. the perspective changes, yeah. like top down or something. I don't know. But it is. It is cool if you like yeah. card games, especially. It's very cool. Um, Kyle. Uh, chicory. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Uh, tri- uh, tribes of Midgard. Purpose. Tribes of Midgard. Yeah, that was fun. I yeah, I, I love playing that one with you I guys. think I ended up, I probably played a total of maybe like eight, nine sessions, and only really two with other people. Um, so that game, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but that game is really fun. It is. Um, I'm going to bring over Tales of Iron. That's been one of my Christmas week games I've been playing. I'm enjoying that one a lot. Dan, anything else? Um, No. I mean, there's there's like maybe a couple of other games on here that I've played, but I don't think they would be worthy of being on the top ten. So, okay, all the Axiom Verge fans are like mad right now. All the <laughs> so that's under eligible games, but as an Axiom Verge fan who bought that game day one, was really excited. That game's not that great. They, oh, I don't wow. know. it's just not that great. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, I had fun with it, but I would never put it. It was okay. In consideration as like a best of anything. So it's not as good as the first one. No. Uh, that's a bummer because they the people waited a while for that. Yeah, I don't uh, like you it. could throw over Cyber Shadow just just to make it. Ooh, nice, I like right? that one. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. I'm also gonna put over Blue Fire. My son and I have been playing that a little bit. It was on sale, so we grabbed Blue Fire. That one's pretty fun. Fire is not. Der- I know Derek would choose Boyfriend Dungeon, but he's not here, <laughs> so let's just leave it off. Um, Actually, Elder- I was gonna unironically pick that because it's a good game. Ender Lilies: The Quietest of the Nights is one that I keep meaning to get and to get to, but I yeah, just me too. I really want to play Ender Lilies, but yeah. I want to play that too. Have not played Griftlands. I love. Uh, is it Clay? Is that how you say the name of that company? But they're the ones who did like Mark of the Ninja and games like that. And I, I still haven't played Griftlands. I want to. Well, uh, I really like Mark. Of the... I didn't know they made a new game. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I want to play Griftlands, but have not yet. Um, Loop Hero. I'm gonna move that one over. That game is brilliant. It, little is so... uh Into the Pit a game about uh, the the pit yeah. in Pawnee, Pawnee, Indiana? Or... Thank you. Never mind. I want to talk the about. Pit. In... Second, I okay, yeah, made that joke when it came out. Yep. Oddworld Soulstorm was probably Soulstorm's probably one of my biggest disappointments of the year as a big Oddworld fan. I just did not. That game took forever, and then it did not quite deliver, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, Omno was, was uh, terrible. Which Omno? Yeah. Yeah. You just do nothing. You jump around. You jump around horribly. Like you, 
<laughs> you get barely any height. Yep. Yeah, um, you just no. move on from you, area to area. You barely do anything. You barely interact you with anything. You hate the environment is what you're saying to us right yeah. now. Got it. The environment. Um, Opus Echo of Star Song is one of those games that's got super high Metacritic ratings, and it's been on sale a couple times on Steam. I just haven't grabbed it, but apparently it's a pretty strong narrative-based adventure that I want to try. Uh, I played Recompile a little bit. It's fine. Kind of that 3D action adventure. Everything's kind of pixelated and and uh, jumbled. And anyway, it's interesting, but it's not great. Sable, I wouldn't put People it on there. People loved this game in the uh, end of the year articles. Sable. I just thought it was kind of. I mean, I like the art style. I liked it a lot. It reminded me of like Liquid Television back in MTV days. But yeah, there's yeah, just, yeah. you're not doing a lot. So I, it, Lost and Random. I'm. I'm. I haven't played that one. I really want to try same. that one too. Same. Yeah, that one's uh, cool. I played Kaze in the Wild Masks, and it's highly acclaimed on Metacritic as well. Uh, yeah, that one I want to try too. It's like it's like Sonic esque, right? Sort of like you're not really doing anything speed oriented, but but uh, it's it's a platformer, um, okay. and you're a rabbit, and you got to spin attack and stuff like that. Um, it's fun, you know. Didn't blow my socks off or anything, but it's fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think Forgotten City should be in consideration. I only played about an hour of it, so I didn't get into the mystery, but it's interesting. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but like, I'm just very impressed with what they were able to build out of like, isn't it just a Skyrim mod? And they built, built like a whole story out of it. It's one of those it's games so where you have to be cool with doing a lot of like face to face talking with digital characters and lots of dialogue trees. Like, it's not yeah. an action, there's action moments, but anyway. Um, I played the Rift Breaker some, I played a little bit of Unsighted, the, you know, nothing to get super excited about. Yeah. That's how I feel about White Shadows and Hoa. Like, oh. I played it. They're pretty. There's really not a whole lot you're doing, though. Everyone loves Wilder Myth, and I think that game looks really cool. Just never played it. But Wilder Myth is a favorite. So, um, Dreamscaper is really cool. Yeah, Dreamscaper is cool. Uh, I would, oh, I would, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I'll move it over. By the way, the, the soundtrack on Dreamscaper is amazing. Good Boyfriend night. Dungeon? Uh, I actually, I mean, I feel like that game's actually really good. I'm going to be honest with you. Like... <laughs> I did play it, and it is really cool, but it's just like this the whole boyfriend aspect of it is just kind of dumb. That's the only thing. That's the only hang up. But the actual gameplay is really cool. Yeah. This is a, a pretty hefty list already. Do I, do I throw in Before Your Eyes just because it's different? It's up to you. And it was a Kickstarter, so. You can. All right, let's just throw it in there just because. All right. Well. So some I, of the so. notable ones that we are not bringing over because none of us really want to make a case for it stuff like aragami 2 or axiom verge 2 baldo blaster master 03 chicory a colorful tale chicory can suck um, it <laughs> uh echo generation i played a little bit of that it's, it's, yeah i like right. I, I really like that except the combat's just kind of not it's not, it's not it, it needs it needs to be worked like it needs some massage the combat wasn't massage. fun but boy the visuals were cool though yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> Eldest Souls is fun if you ever played Titan Souls. If you like those kind of games, it's pretty tough. Uh, um, but I, I thought it was cool, but not enough to make a case for it. Uh, Fuga, Melodies of Steel, actually looks pretty awesome. And I know it got reviewed really great. I just never played it. Um, Genesis Noir looks amazing. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we at least I, need to... Uh, I quit Lake because I realized it was just... You're being a male woman or whatever, and that's it. Right. That's the game. And you're yeah. talking a male, to a male woman. How dare you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> male person. Um, uh, and that's uh, it. That's the game. Last stop, I thought, ended up coming around full circle really cool, but it's hard to recommend that to people. Um, I didn't bring over Lost Words Beyond the Page, although I did finish that game. 
Yeah, that, I I freaking love that game, but uh, it's a it makes no sense to move it over because <laughs> you would be like, nah, like everything I, I said that was positive about it, you'd kind of be like, nah. I just didn't like it that much. I don't know what. It, maybe I was just cold hearted that day when I played it. I don't know what it is. I just didn't like it. You had Derek energy inside you. I guess. Maybe it was. Maybe I guess. Narita Boy was one of my bigger disappointments because of the visuals are so cool. Oh, and you play it And it was like, oh. and the music, right? Oh my god, yeah. the music is insane. Yeah, it's like it's a so, side-scrolling so Tron adventure, but then you yeah. start playing it like, oh, this isn't actually that fun to play. Yeah, That's he just a- slides all over the place. Like, yeah. I don't understand the. Uh, it's such a shame. Such a it shame. Is. It is. All right, well, there you go. So we've uh, got a really good selection here. Just over twenty games that we at least want to have considered for our top ten, and. Um, I won't read them through necessarily at the moment till we get down to 10, or at least we you know, narrow it down to closer to 10. Um, so I'd like to start things off by saying I think there's a handful of games that I I feel like are no-brainers in our top 10. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Death's Door is going to be in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. I'll, I'll just speak up loudly if you think I'm way off. I think. No, Kane I feel like is. you're on on that, especially because how much you loved it, and I got some time in that, and I love that game too for what yeah, I played I, with it. I finished it. It's it's definitely high quality for sure. I think Sweet. Death Store, Kena, It Takes Two. I, I could be Artful wrong. Artful Escape. I feel like we'd all argue for that. It has one. to be. It has to be. Artful Escape will be in our top ten. Yeah. 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 We all uh, beat Twelve Minutes too, right? I think or, Valheim. Yeah, Twelve minutes has to be over. Twelve minutes is yeah. Valheim for but, sure. Valheim Twelve Minutes. I agree with that. These are obvious. This is not or in order, by the way, for anyone who's watching this. Yeah. Um, I think those are the obvious ones. Yeah. I think six again. I haven't played it yet. I know Tim. I think Tim, you're the only one that's playing Eastward. But oh, there's just something it. about no. Eastward I played it. It's great. Oh, did you? Okay, that one just yeah. really speaks to me. It Eastward's just gets... amazing. It's fantastic. Really yeah, I need to buy that one. Um. Okay. So here you go. We've I got. I told myself I was just going to play an hour of it, and then I lost like three hours. <laughs> like, yeah. Like Eastward's really tough to put down. It's it's yeah. really fun. Eastward's great. Um. I do think. I'm looking at these. It's funny that these four are grouped at the bottom. I don't think these four are going to make it over. The Ascent, The Forgotten City, Tribes of Midgard, or Unpacking. I don't think those are going to make our final ten. Is that mm. am I being rude by saying that? I mean, I would I would maybe argue The Ascent because I, I know really? I played, I think I only played like two, three hours of that, but I, I really did like what Same here. was I'm going like on there. Two or three hours in, and I, I thought it was just it was yeah. so awesome. All right. I, think, yeah, I think that game's really cool. We won't rule it out quite yet. Um. Let's see up here. Da, 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 da. Okay. What about Forgotten City, Tribes of Midgard, Unpacking? Is it okay to leave those in the probably not going to make it? Unpacking, group? you can remove off this list and burn it on fire. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You know <laughs> what? Unpacking <laughs> had the charm of a educational game from the 90s, okay? It seemed I like think... it had the charm of a, of a home ec class. I think you yeah. guys all just hate the idea of a lesbian being happy. All right. Home. all right. First hey, of all, hey. all right, there, <laughs> Let's chill out over there. First of all, spoilers. Um, I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, I do think based on I don't know if you have you guys played enough Curse of the Dead Gods or am I? Yeah, I played it? like an hour of it. I just um, it's good. That's all I got to say about it. Is that it, the one though. that's kind of like um, a lot like Hades? Hades. Yeah, I like lot. that. I like that one. You can bring that one over. Yeah. Please to have it like in this. Uh, maybe group i think solar ash i've played enough of it to know it's amazing and i know jeff that game is so freaking good i really want to get to it so bad so like uh, i'll take no arm twisting for that one to be over it almost made my 10 but i had it was between that and 12 minutes and uh 12 minutes was just like 
You mean your just overall ten? The experience of playing that game, I had to put that in my ten instead. O- overall of ten or indie ten? Overall ten. Oh, got it. Okay. All right. Well, that's Solar Ash almost made it. Yeah. That's that's high praise. High praise. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any SNL? Nicholas Cage? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm not gonna fight for Into the Pit, but I am glad that we at least Into the Pit. About it. Into the Pit is a really fun. If you ever played stuff like Hexen back on the N64. If you played those kind of, it has that vibe. It's like really fast paced, a little bit like Doom, but then it also has that Hades or Curse of the Dead Gods vibe where you go into a little hub area, you have a few doors to pick from, you pick one, you go clear it out as quickly as you can, and then you pick the next direction, clear out quickly as you can. Like it's that vibe, but it's all first person. It's all very pixelated, kind of doomed graphics, but it runs super smoothly. I thought Into the Pit was a surprisingly fun little roguelike game, but um, anyway. Not worth trying to force onto the list because there's other stuff here that I would probably put over it, like Tales of Iron. Did anyone else play Tales of Iron? I have it downloaded. I just didn't get to it. And I'm, I'm really bummed because I knew this was like the episode to play it for. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. It's a really good, I highly recommend. And by the way, Tales of Iron is narrated by Doug Cockle, which is a great name, number one. <laughs> but he voices oh. Geralt yeah. from the Witcher series. And oh, really? I, as, as I was playing that game i was like what is this this narrator's voice and then all of a sudden there was a scene where he describes some evil tribe from the bog or something and it, it all of a sudden uh, i just instantly <laughs> thought of the like bog, oh, of course i just played all those missions i was like Witcher. that's Geralt talking to me he's i've heard that word say like bog it's actually a prequel to the witcher but tales of iron is a really cool side scrolling very kind of purposeful i wouldn't call it slow combat but it's very purposeful combat slower than some stuff for sure but um it's very difficult like you'll die a lot but thankfully there's lots of these little benches that as soon as you sit on it'll save your game and that's where you reload um but lots of gear to find and upgrade your little rat character as you're trying to essentially take your kingdom back from these evil frogs that have come in and decimated everything so uh anyway that game is absolutely fantastic uh anybody else play loop hero no it really, even hearing you describe it and hearing everybody say how good it is, it still doesn't sound like it's up my alley, that type of gameplay. I don't Loop know what Hero, it is. Loop Hero is a game where you actually don't directly control your character. He literally goes on a loop. You just change the loop. You can pause it at any point, and you mm-hmm. get these little tiles, these little cards to keep adding in that either add bonuses or they could make the lo- make things more difficult for you but increase your chances of getting better loot. I don't know, then maybe I'd be into it. And so uh, you, you just keep going on this loop fighting enemies, yeah. and you're basically making it more difficult for your guy while also powering him up. And uh, then you get to a boss fight eventually. And listen, it's it's a weird... It's a kind of a weird game, but it's really fun. It's like setting up the strategy and then just letting it autoplay, right? Like it just yes. kind of... And then yeah. you can also see your doom on the way. Like you're at pause. You're like, crap. I did. Two- <laughs> on this. I created like death alley right here. And I gave him no like sure. peace. So he's going to hit like enemy, 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 enemy. And then a boss. And I'm screwed. Like it, it's one of those games with lots of risk, lots of reward. Um, I think it's, and it's super old school graphics. I mean, it looks like if you look at any videos or images of it, it's like, he's a little, he looks like the little basketball player from an Atari game. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really He's like that. Anyway, I think Loop here is cool. Hard to make a case for that one. I haven't I haven't played either one, but my gut tells me that Eastward and Nightmares, Little Nightmares 2 makes sense to move over. But I haven't technically well, played Well, if anybody one. else other than me had played Little Nightmares 2, I feel like it would be an obvious one for our 10. 
because that it's that good in my it's opinion. It's just again the first one was just it was it's just such a unique little like kind of horror game. Yeah. And just it really tense. Um, and I just I'm okay noticed... with putting it over here for now. Eastward for sure. Eastward's yeah. on my yeah. list for this. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think Cyber Shadow at least deserves to be considered. Kyle, you played that right? Yeah, I bit. love Cyber Shadow. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I played it. It's super fun. It's good. It's all right. <laughs> You suck at it. Just admit it. It's, it is yeah, not an easy game. You had to be good at like it's the... It's hard. Yeah, I, the, uh, I, I didn't beat it. It got too hard for me. I'm like, okay. The Ninja got, Gaiden. You have to be good at the Ninja Gaiden type of games to sure. uh, to yeah. succeed there. Yeah. Um, all right, so we definitely have more than 10 over here, but are there any others yeah. that we haven't called out that you guys want to make a case for? Uh, I think there are zero games like Before Your Eyes. So, I, I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Um I know that some people in reviews and stuff argued that the blinking technology was like inconsistent no, or something. No. I didn't have that problem. Um, but I don't know. I just think there are like no games out there like this where it relies on your blinking to kind of move the story forward. And the story being as good as it is, uh, it just has no right to be that good considering how experimental the game is. Normally the gimmick overwhelms a story in that type of scenario, but the story is actually... Yeah, it's it's well, just really devastating. It's really good. I'm okay moving it over. Something's going to get bumped at the end anyway. Um, <laughs> so the ones that we are not considering for our top 10 would be Blue Fire, Boyfriend Dungeon, Dreamscaper, Inscription, The Ascent, Loop Hero, Tales of Iron, Into the Pit, Forgotten City, Tribes of Midgard, and Unpacking. Anything that you guys... I would, agree, I would bring The Ascent over, but if I'm the only one fighting for it, don't no, man. bring it over. I just didn't Ascent's play it awesome. a lot. Yeah, the, Ascent's the, awesome. the Ascent is... Right by something like Inscription, I'm like, man, this is cool, but I didn't play it enough to really rank it, but I liked yeah. it a lot. Yeah, it's it, like if a, I had my top 10 indies, like, top 10 list, like, this would be high there. up there on there. Let's, yeah, let's yeah it, it's, there. it's like Diablo um, Cyberpunk with guns, you know? Yeah, like, but, with, with, guns. with a strangely good writing. You know what was yeah. cool yeah. was <laughs> they, they added the, that aim high mechanic, which was really unique, mm. where you, like, yeah, you yeah. that Looking left trigger cover. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, if there's, like, a stairway, you could kind of aim up and shoot at them before they come down the stairs. yeah, yeah. Stuff like that was kind of interesting. Um, I but again, say, uh, I, I didn't you know, really get past the first hub area. I did all the opening stuff. I got to the first hub. I kind of established stuff. And then I just kind of didn't play anymore after that. And that I, city, I, I That city is super, super cool looking. It's it's a little yeah. confusing to navigate, though. There's it just is, a lot There's a lot of like kind of paths and, and things. It's really like, cool. How I didn't expect that from a game like that. Yeah. That was, that was and, really yeah, cool. it felt bigger than I thought it was going to be whenever they were going right. to get off. And yeah. the visuals on this game are amazing. Like if oh, you yeah, really, really yeah. good detail. and the score, and too. you have superpowers. Like you have like there's like a whole skill bar and stuff like that where you're like you're doing superpowers and stuff or hacking and whatnot. So let's put that one on there. We'll figure out where it lands. So the ones we're leaving off are the ones I mentioned before. So there you go. Anyone have any strong? Well, I, I'll just say that if I had played uh, Boyfriend Dungeon or if any of us had played Inscription a little more than just the demo, then I feel like they would definitely have more of a shot for sure. Yeah. And probably rank super high, I would imagine. Yeah. Because I've only heard great things about Inscription, especially. Uh, Blue Fire is fun, by the way, if you like... Uh, Don't believe you. Like old school... I shouldn't even say old school, but maybe like last generation platforming. Mm. Actually, your little guy reminds me of the... Remember that game Mini Ninjas? Do you guys ever play Mini Ninjas from back in the oh. 360 days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little guy kind of looks like that, but... um. Anyway, it's kind of fun. There's lots of like wall jumping and tons of platforming. If you don't like 3D platforming, don't play this game. Um, lots of platforming and takes a lot from Zelda and from a few other games here and there. So uh, Blue Fire is pretty fun. All right. But those are not making lists. So far, we've got things like, let me, you know what, let me organize these. 
Horror Forgotten City, it was like so acclaimed, and if we had beaten it, it would have been something else, I would imagine. But that's looks like I for, Looks like I forgot to play it. I remember I got to the second conversation, forgot. I was like, I don't really want to do this. Like, as I got into the second dialogue, <laughs> I tree, don't really want to do this. I was this. like, oh. yeah, I couldn't convince myself to be interested in it for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. So the ones that we're considering here, it looks like we've got about 14, 13 or 14, uh, 12 minutes before your eyes, curse of the dead gods, cyber shadow, death store, eastward. It takes to Kana, little nightmares, solar ash, artful escape, the ascent and Valheim. So any Valheim. strong feelings right out of the gate? Valheim should be super high. I mean, if like, I, if I, not number one, I'm just gonna throw it out there. For me, it's my it's my number one. So I know Tim and we haven't played it. Um, put it up there as a solid top five. Then put it up in the top. We haven't yeah. played it uh, again. I think Kana goes in that same. Like it's a no. To me, it's a no brainer. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. It takes but, two then as well. Yeah, I was gonna say if we're if t- it takes two is in this list, then yeah, it's absolutely gotta be, be up there. Yeah, twelve, min- 12 minutes because we all played it and beat it and seemed to like it. Yeah, it, I, I couldn't stop. A, that was one of those games where I couldn't stop thinking about it. No, I, I so. literally couldn't put it down until I beat it. So I yeah. was like, no, I'm not stopping this because I'm in a flow right now and I'm not going to stop until I see the credits. And... Stop me because I'm having. <clears throat> trying to think. Oh, yeah, I actually don't have it ranked super high, but that doesn't mean that we can't as a group because I did like it. Oops. What, as far as your or... personal best indies? Is My personal best indies, yeah, I didn't have mm-hmm. 12 minutes ranked super high, but that doesn't mean I didn't like it. It was just more. Your like... screen being derpy. There you go. How about now? Is it better what, now? What's happening? Yeah. Is it better now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Were you trying to get rid of that square or that like rectangle? I was, no, I was just trying to look at my personal list behind oh, it. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Sorry about that. My bad. My bad. Um, okay, yeah, 12 minutes. I really wish more of you had played Death's Door because I just think that game is brilliant. Oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's very good. I would say definitely up I there think everybody sure. but me played that game, so oh, really? I really okay, make good. a case for it, yeah. <laughs> I think that's top five then. And I think that's about right. Um, uh, although Artful Escape probably should be, sit in that group too. Yeah. Artful Escape is interesting because it's not like an amazing video game to play, but boy, was it an awesome experience. Is that fair yeah, to say? I agree. Yeah, but like that's a, that's kind of like in the DNA or blood of an indie, though, is like yeah. a lot of them aren't games. They are experiences, you know, so. It's yeah. like er, er, basically everything about it, like the music, the visuals, the presentation is fantastic. And then, yeah, like the gameplay is just kind of like, it's almost like a walking simulator, so to speak, right? So it it's is. like, that. it's, it's fine. Way. It's just getting from point A to point B, but the experience is awesome, so. It is. It is. All right. Well, let's look. Let's look at the bottom half here. So there's our kind of our top six. We just have to figure out the order, I think. Um, as far as the stuff at the bottom, it's the easiest ones to weed out are the ones that only one have played, for example, or that only one at least really want to champion, I should say. Um, so am I the only one who would really champion Curse of the Dead Gods at this point? I feel like I probably am, right? I, I mean, liked it, but I just didn't. It's not super, it's kind of right near 12 minutes on my list. So it's not super high on even on my personal list. So it's hard for me to justify it being super high. I, um, I didn't play it, but like, I mean, I know everyone compares it to Hades, but is it like not, it's not as fast as Hades though, right? No. It's, it's close. The the other problem with it is that it is is so much like Hades. I think if it had been its own unique thing and Hades hadn't just come out. We might sure. be like, dude, Curse of the Dead Gods is brilliant, yeah, but there's a, there's a slightly better version out there called Hades. So, right. And not even slightly. There's a better version yeah, out there yeah, called yeah. Hades. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
So I'll move that one down. Is it fair or is it mean to move before your eyes down there too? Since Jeff's the only one that played it. Uh, I mean, really I technically, up, ha- man. I technically <laughs> haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen anything on it, but like just the way he describes it, like the blinking mechanic. I mean, gotta acknowledge that that is very unique and cool. It, it is, is unique. Yeah. But do you care? <laughs> well, I would, I would play it, but I just had you, to. okay. That, I'm, at, I'm like it's legitimately one of the best asking. Best stories in like, any I, medium. And that, and that, dude, and, that, and that's that's a, that's an important factor as well. Dude, Dude, unlike it's like Dar- the artful escape is an experience. This game's an experience, and it's just sure, it's sure. And I'm not trying to minimize it. I'm just, I'm just trying to get a feel how everyone feels about like. See, I'm I'm basically the the antithesis of Derek. I actually like to cry and be human. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, all right. So right now we're looking at Curse of the Dead Gods getting bumped off the list, so we can mm-hmm. truly get down to ten here. I personally would. I know Dan brought it up. He hasn't played it. I personally would be okay with not putting Little Nightmares Two. I feel like I'm the only one that played it, so sure. Little Nightmares Two would have to be bumped off because yeah, I can't. I don't have any me to fight for that one, and not before I mean, you. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting to the bottom here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only one more that we have to bump, and I think it might need to be Cyber Shadow. Because oh, I, I, I feel icky listen, about that. I don't. I don't care about before your eyes. I'm not saying it's not good. Or I wouldn't like it. Just I don't have any person other than I know Jeff likes it a lot, and it does sound interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't really care that much about it. I think Eastward belongs on there. Solar Ash and the Ascent, I think, are both super high quality. I, I feel yes. bad kicking those off. So to me, it's between these two. Like for me personally, I think it's between Cyber Shadow and Before Your Eyes to get bumped. I really enjoyed Cyber Shadow, but I understand if if difficult ninja gaiden type platformers on your thing i could see how it's not you don't like it but i um, thought it was great i'm just should gonna we do the thing where we rank it and then get the average or something like uh because uh, yeah i, I mean i've I played don't... both of those games and i just feel like i've played many games like cyber shadow and no games like before your eyes so that's right. my stance can i can i just throw out there that cyber shadow just sounds like a game that i played a long time ago in a bunch of different games that sound <laughs> like cyber shadow like it just sounds like something that it has existed before, right? Cyber Shadow. I don't know. I'm just that doesn't that doesn't say anything. Mm. But yeah. But you know what? That's like an old Tim. Nintendo game. I, Listen, I don't was... care about Before Your Eyes, but I know that if I probably played it, like I'd be like, oh wow, I was wrong about yeah. this. But like I, I can't I can't see the future mind, and I can't play a game I can't play. So. Cyber Shadow was made by I'm pretty sure made by Yacht Club, I think, or at least published by oh. them. I'm oh, pretty sure that the, one. Okay. It's the Shovel Knight yeah. folks who at least yeah. published it. I think they, they made it. it too. But anyway, honestly, yeah. I'm fine with either one. We can put this to a vote, and then if not, do whatever the tiebreaker thing is. So. Okay, but we are. Are we in agreement that Eastward, Solar Ash, and the Ascent stay on, or is that? Am I assuming too much there? Yeah, Eastward's those? so good, and so is the Ascent. And I haven't you know played my feelings Eastward, on Solar Ash, so. so that's another one that has to like kind of be fought for because I don't. I haven't played that one. Yeah, so Eastward gives me super, like Super Nintendo vibes, a little bit even yeah. PS1 vibes. Um, yeah. It kind of, it's, it's a little bit like what's that movie? Bill Murray played the mayor in it. Um, it's Parks like and Rec. The, no, it's like the underground city. <laughs> Parks and yes. What's that called? It's got and they, not the there's a there's, they made a movie of it. It's based on a book. I'm blanking on it. There's a movie I don't know. On. based on a book series where they're underground. They think they can't go above ground. It's very similar to that. And there's well, this little I mean, there's mat- a, go ahead. There's a better Metro? description. <laughs> there's a better description. What the hell is it called here in the States? A, a mother in Japan. Um Earthbound. Sorry. Earthbound. There we go. It's it's basically a, like a modern earthbound, right? Or yeah, like yeah, looks yeah, looks yeah, pixelated, yeah. but no? Kinda. See, there's I, elements- I, there's elements got, of things like Earthbound and the okay. Secret of Monotype game. There's elements of those, but it's really, yeah. 
it's really different. Like, and it's an action RPG, so sure. it's, it's all action based. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but the story is really interesting. You got this father daughter kind of father adopted daughter relationship going on that's kind of compelling. Mm-hmm. The writing is really good, and the music yeah, is, the writing is good. super good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, exploration is really city, cool. It's city like of Ember. City of Ember is the movie slash book series that I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. And it's the Never same seen... thing where you've got this underground kind of society. And people in charge are telling you, don't go above ground. It's dangerous. And mm. But you start to kind of peel back the layers like, is it, though? Or are they controlling us in some weird way? There's there's elements sure. of that. And uh, and Eastward does some of that. But anyway, I think it belongs on there. I think Eastward is I think fantastic. so, too. I would get rid of Solar Ash before Eastward. Oh, you're insane. But I, I haven't played either, and I champion Solar Ash over Eastward. So. All right. That's fine. <laughs> that's fair. I think, I think those three right there, Eastward, Solar Ash, The Ascent, make sense to stay that that's just i mean yeah those three have to stay in my opinion yeah but if we're uh since three of us played cyber shadow i feel i mean yeah it god damn it all right let's remove before your eyes this is stupid we can have it we can have it (laughs) why is it not on your 10 then jeff yeah jeff (laughs) it's in my honorable mentions don't worry about it that's why we can we can have an um impactful category right Listen, if we hey, could, I can make a best category. I was gonna say, just make a best category. Yeah, and then... I'll just make a best category that everybody else was wrong about. That's okay. If, uh, <laughs> if Willem Dafoe were in Before Your Eyes, maybe it would have done better. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Next You're time I cry play. now. <laughs> That's what he'd say. God. Did I do too many? Is it? Let's see. One, two, three. Godspeed your oh, tears. Okay, I was gonna Godspeed tears. Yes. What? Godspeed tears. Yeah. All right. So here's our 10. We just now need to get them in order. So we've got Valheim, Kena, It Takes Two, 12 Minutes, Death Store, Artful Escape, Eastward, Solar, Ash, The Ascent, and Cyber Shadow. I do feel like stuff like Eastward, like these four kind of have to stay towards the bottom since mm-hmm. we just barely, like Cyber Shadow barely made the cup. I think it deserves it, but it makes sense to start it down here. Uh, Kyle, which did you like better? Which would you rank higher? Ascent? Or Cyber Shadow. I, I personally have the Ascent ranked just above it, actually. Yeah, you... I have the Ascent higher than Cyber Shadow, yeah. Okay. So we're, we're okay with those that order. Mm-hmm. Too. Yep. Um, I would put Eastward over Solar Ash. It's because you didn't play enough of it. That's all it is. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if you Probably just sure. played the second area, you'd be like, Solar Ash is so good, and I can't stop playing it. I swear. It's so good. Mm. The Maybe. open areas are just so fun. Yeah, you could be right. Could be right. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying. But I mean, I'm fine with it swapping. I technically haven't played either one. Eastward looks more up my alley just a little bit, but I'm fine with them being swapped if that. I think all of you would really like Solar Ash. I'm saying yeah. Solar, Eastward, I'm honestly. Saying I feel Solar like Ash over would... Eastward, so we're tied on this, but that's just me. It's, yeah, I we're talking seven, eight, whatever. It's fine. Let's just leave it. <laughs> no, let's let's swap it. I like swapping it. This, no, that no, way, we, that way, Jeff gets his favor, and he owes no, us later. No, okay, cool. Yeah, it's all about the fold on something now. We're doing the numbers game. No, I think still putting two of us. I think okay. putting. Uh, I I will. I'm okay with giving Solar Ash the edge, and I'll give it this one thing: the combat is adrenaline pumping and invigorating, whereas in Eastward, it's pretty. It can be pretty kind of repetitive, standard um, action adventure RPG. Where you're just yeah, kind it's, of it's like a melee with a pan and that's yeah stay out of reach of the enemies run back yeah. and swing again whereas solar ash is completely unique combat yeah. so i'll give them the it's, edge there the combat and the tra- traversal is yeah. 
like you, you can't do one without the other basically yeah i like that and then i think um like personally i think artful escape and 12 minutes are my five and six that's how i would do that but if you guys like 12 minutes more we can leave it up higher what do you I think did, dude you could put 12 minutes at the bottom for all i care oh what? i didn't know this you don't like it that much no huh? i no, i did but it's just the ending is shocking but it kind of it kind of bugs me to be honest interesting all right, like it's shocking. A lot of people. I don't, yeah. I don't get it, but I know that a lot of people feel that way. It just, it kind of, I don't know. It kind of grossed me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, it's kind of like the point. You know? No, oh. I, no, I know, I know. That's kind of the just, point. Yeah, I, and that's it, why, like, I appreciate. Well, oh, the a piece shock. of art evoked a, a feeling out of you that you weren't prepared to feel, huh? Is that the point? Don't of make art? me feel. Don't make me feel <laughs> my own feels, Kyle. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> don't make me huh. feel my own feels. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm right there with you. Like I, I really enjoyed it. I liked their structure of telling the story. Kind of like, oh, what's yeah. this? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! Like I liked that. I yeah. did. Yeah. I, um, I would say that, but it sounds like Death Store has like a lot of love in, in the gameplay yeah, department. Yeah. Like Death Store, should, maybe should probably be above twelve minutes, and that's coming from yes, someone who's never sure. played twelve I, minutes. I agree. So, and if y'all liked the jolliness of Artful Escape more in twelve minutes, I, I wouldn't mind that being above I twelve did. minutes as well. So. But like that's definitely, and that's just me conceding. It's not. That's not my list. That's just I'm trying. So you to, have uh, 12 minutes yeah. higher, Kyle. Yeah, I would have 12 minutes higher than Artful Escape. Yeah, I would too. But I, I wouldn't fight it against Death Store though. Like, because yeah. I, I haven't played Death Store, but I know it's something I would like, and you guys love it. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I feel like that's a good. Even with I my have... brief time on Death Door, it's outstanding. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, w I do have Artful Escape higher, but. Uh, not so much that I'd be like, dude, 12 minutes doesn't belong up here. Like, I don't have the same reaction that Dan just had to it, yeah. um, being at the bottom. I think this, this placement that was, fun. that was sarcasm, obviously. Whatever. It's to be late, fair, to be it fair, was real. <laughs> I haven't played. We all felt it. It was real. <laughs> just like you felt the ending dead. and how real it was. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Made me feel gross. Hey, sometimes, oh, I can't even spoil it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to yeah. do a really bad uh, Listen, right. Sometimes, I, you know, I, you got to stab your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I liked the journey. I did hit a point in that game where I was trying some pretty messed up mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. The story. Yep. Yeah. Um, was too. I, I think It Takes Two should be above Kana. I do yeah. too. I, I do too. All right. Yeah. We're jumping into the top four here. Um, so for me personally, I think I've got, let me, I have to double check my list here. I have to use my phone so I don't mess up the screen. I didn't have back when you checked it, so it's fine. I didn't even have It Takes Two on my indie list sure. right that does kind of mess up my like I, it's hard for me to place exactly where that would be without thinking about it a little bit but i would put death store and kana like neck and neck for that second spot behind valheim if i'm just ignoring it takes two for just a quick second that's that's my personal list is i've got valheim at the top and then kana and death store for me personally are neck and neck so yeah um what do you guys think does it takes two kind of trump all of it for you or, or yes, how does that absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely for me no too. Hesitation. But the thing is, is that I have so much FOMO for Valheim. If y'all want to like push that to number one, I'd be like, well, I'm no, it guy is number one. That's what's gonna happen right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then throw that at number. For, for me, it would be Valheim. It takes two. Kana Destor. That's how it would be for me. That's that's honestly how yeah. I would do it too. But yeah. uh, solid. Yeah, it sounds like all of us. Even though I, you guys put in way more time than I did, it sounds like Valheim just left such an impression. Valheim's the thing I want to play more than anything, like in the world. Yeah, like it's, like it's, I, it's, I'm literally. I, I, about... I so feel like I'm like out of the loop on it, and like I've watched so many hours like, of play on it, and I've heard y'all yeah. talk about it so every, much. Like it's... every 
Every day I go out there and I play on my PlayStation and then I just feel sadness because Tim hasn't invited me to play Valheim in like months. And and, yeah. and just I'm, just I'm consumed with he's sadness. Assume playing it and just ask him. I'm consumed yeah, with sadness because dad, dad doesn't want to play with me. All right. You're, you're asking the guy with 34 kids to like make plans with you. Like you make plans, you hooligan. No, it's 37. It's 37. You hooligan? Don't call me a goddamn hooligan. <laughs> Kyle, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that right now. That is so true. <laughs> that is so accurate. I um, <clears throat> oh, one that I didn't even include on here. I guess I must have removed it from our list, thinking, yeah, this isn't really uh, indie. Was Ruined King a League of Legends story? That's not oh, technically yeah. indie, but it has that same small game vibe to sure. it. I would um, call it indie because it's thirty. You know, if we're talking about dollars, we're talking about small vibes. We're talking, you know, I think it hits a lot of check. I'm just gonna, I'm just sure. gonna write it in a round one so it gets credit for having been included. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's another one that I can't wait to play once it goes on sale. So, um, Kyle, uh, just a little side note there. I appreciate you throwing out the word hooligan. I taught my my niece the word hooligan when she was like, I don't even know, like one and a half, two, and it's she good. has she has not forgotten that word. It's it good. just it comes out of her mouth all the time. Smart she just lady. she loves that word. Yeah, it's, it's a great it, word. It's a fun word to say, especially yeah. for a child, I would imagine. So, yeah, absolutely. Right, she, so she calls me a hooligan all the time. <laughs> I, I like for our shared group, and I appreciate you guys keeping Death Door as high as you did. Like for me personally, that one's up really high on my overall list as well as on my indie list. So I think four is a fair spot for it on our shared list. For me, Kana and It Takes Two. So I'm in the middle of It Takes Two right now. My son and I have been playing it. I think we've gotten three nice. sessions in. We're we're enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think the there's something about the lighthearted, which is charming, lighthearted goofiness of it that I liked Kana's more serious heavy take better. I don't know why. This is going to probably sound silly, but Kana was a much more uh, sincere um, um, and maybe overly serious at times game. And I just yeah. liked that a lot more, whereas It Takes Two is doing a really charming job of taking a heavy topic and kind of making it silly. And you've got this like weird antonio banderas love book talking to you and dancing all the <laughs> totally time not racist, totally, totally not racist totally not racist it's not racist, it's not racist at all yeah. um but <laughs> honestly some of those moments make it a a tad more off-putting than something like Kana, where i was pulled in the entire time and it takes two sometimes i honestly kind of roll my eyes like oh boy like yeah well, and, it's, and it's not because the game isn't fun gameplay wise no, no, no. by itself it's amazing See, and the thing is, is like uh, Jeff and I bring out a lot of goofiness in each other. And this game brought a, a lot of goofiness out of the both of us. So like those moments that are like eye roll inducing, like he and I are like hysterically laughing at. That's fair. Like, so I don't I don't know if there's something about like playing it with a peer, you know, where mm -hmm. where you're like you're forcing into windows and you're forcing all this stuff on this <laughs> game or whatever. Uh -huh. Like there that that it, I don't know. There's something about that that made it one of the better experiences in the year for me. Whereas Kana, I'm like, yeah, it was a game that like you did stuff in an open world. I, I don't know. It just felt kind of like run of the mill well, open world stuff. Tim, sure. you you actually just I think uh, I don't know if it was in the chat or in the last episode we recorded. You said it kind of gave you like a like almost like an older PlayStation, like maybe original PlayStation kind of vibes, like like something a little old school, a little yeah. kind of like yeah. simple. Like I, I I think that now that I've been playing it, um, I definitely get get those vibes for sure. Yeah. Um, I think there's just kind of I don't know the structure of it is a little loosey goosey though. I think you guys mentioned yeah. that it's like you barely know anything about Kana. Like the game literally starts, you just like jump down into a cave and then you just start no. going and like nothing. Or there's like a yeah, there's you're like already a, little... a spirit guide. Welcome to it. 
That's yeah. it. There's like <laughs> yeah. a little paragraph actually right before that, but it's like, yeah. oh, paragraph, read the words, and then you're just in a cave, and it's like, go. It's like, oh, um, mm-hmm. okay, sure. Um, I don't think yep. it's overly serious. I think I think it's appropriately serious. I mean, I will say too that by the end, I was healthy. still disappointed that I'm like, oh, I'm still kind of waiting for the yeah who Kana really is type moments, and there's not right. really. You're right, there really isn't that. There's um, a little is, bit of stuff here and there. She mentions her dad and the right. staff that she that's has. That's about as deep as it gets, though. Yeah. So yeah, So it's not really a personal story right. for her as much. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with It Takes Two being above it. I just wanted to at least highlight that. For me personally, yeah. I had Kane yeah. higher. I feel like oh. it, it probably also has to do with it being multiplayer required for It Takes Two. I think it's fun. Sure. But I also, when it comes down to it, I just personally like single-player games better. I just do. Mm. Even though the... Multiplayer and it takes two is brilliant and creative. Yeah. And even the first opening area, the hammer and nail stuff, yeah. I think is some of the best like How dual people think about that. Yeah, it's so crazy to me. It's like so, like, so good. Conceive this. And I, I usually enjoy single player stuff more than multiplayer stuff too. And me like too. you better believe Jeff and I had to like really force time to like make make it make us get through this game together. Yeah. It is long. It's nine to twelve hours, you know. So yep. uh, but boy, I wouldn't trade any of those hours away for the whole yeah, year of the game. It's, like it's, were, for me, a multiplayer just depends on what we're doing. And if it's a game like it takes two or a way out, then I'm I'm actually thrilled to play that with somebody can't, like Hey, can't wait to meet you next year, Jeff, and play what's his face's <laughs> new game. So yeah. it takes three. It takes three. It takes three. Oh, the daughter's going to be one of the yarn. So Dan, Dan, you have it takes two above Kana. Um, even though I, know I didn't hard to compare, but I know. Yeah. Even though I technically didn't finish, it takes two. I, I think there's something there for me, just slightly quality wise. Just if you're kind of just overall, sure. you know, compare the two, I think just slightly above Kana. Yeah. And then Jeff and Kyle, same, same boats for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, the only measure that I would count against it takes two is the, uh, since we're in the indie category, like Kana had less resources, yada, yada, to produce such a beautiful product, blah, 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 that type of stuff. Um, Dude, that's K- the Kana only thing beautiful. that could go against it takes two. You know, we haven't really said anything about Valheim. What knocks against that one, especially if you spent time playing there it? There are none. Like, does <laughs> It is flawless. So you guys are picking an unfinished game to be number one. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, guys. No, no, no. You know, good job, guys. Y'all are doing great. I will say, I think it's because... I don't know why we haven't really become a successful podcast yet. Thanks a lot, guys. Good job. (laughs) No, it's just our reputation on the line. It's no big deal. Good job. What reputation? uh, What reputation? Serious reputation that we have online. Um, I will say that my uh, my dad has, like I said, he's 900 hours in his game. That's insane. He has Uh, a ton of pigs on his farm, and... Like so many, he has a pig farm that's like a separate area of the map, oh and you God. walk in and it's like the game just lags horribly because there's so many pigs. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Dude, I don't know if that's awesome. a him problem or a game problem, but that's the only knock I can think of. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like a him problem. That's yeah. a lot of pigs. He also lot. has one of those uh, one of those big monsters that look like bison, but they're bigger. The uh, Lock, uh, or something. Locks. Yeah. He has a farm of those too, tamed ones, and there's like a ton of them. I'm like, oh my god, dude. Well, 900 yeah, hours. The, I mean, yeah. those loxes are the things in the plains when you first see them. When you first figure out in the plains how to survive the death skeetos, you're like, okay, I just need a good shield and a quick swinging weapon, and actually not that bad to take on. The, and so as soon as you start to safely explore the plains, and you see these big giant, they look like um, yaks or something, but the mega sized. And mm-hmm. so you're like, oh, these guys look cool. You kind of go close to them. They're not really attacking you. And then all of a sudden they see you because it takes them a while to notice you. Yeah. And they will destroy you quick. Like they'll just start raising up and slamming the ground. Yeah. You're like, run away, run away. Yeah, I don't know how my dad 
did so many tamed so many because my brother told me he plays too he's got he got he's got somewhere closer to you guys like 300 hours or whatever um my brother was like uh tamed tamed one of them and he was like okay i'm good i'm never doing that again because it destroyed yeah. so much <laughs> when he tried <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's, it's not, not worth it um but yeah i to me that's a number one i feel like that game just re- for me i don't know if it has to do with maybe a slower start to the year with gaming and that one hit at the right time really and i just did. was able to spend a lot of time with it but it just something about the way they did the survival and open world exploration yeah. dude it just felt magical it's it, not many games it, do that for me where i was just like oh look what's this area like i just felt so um this is going to sound so cheesy but it kind of gave me that like childlike wonder of exploring that i don't yeah. get with a lot of games it hits the sweet yeah. spot of like not being it, it, it it's just difficult enough where it's just yeah. super fun and you don't really get frustrated with it unless you just like mess something up on your or like i don't know yeah. something sneaks up behind you like a one of the giant trolls and you're just not seeing them or whatever mm-hmm. but even then it's like you run away and it's like oh that was insane like yeah, yeah. And once you get comfortable with one area, then you explore the next one. You're like, oh man, there's all kinds of new stuff here. Yeah. And it's just it's it's a really great sense of progression as you unlock silver and then black metal. It just kind of feels really yeah, cool. My, my dad had to give me a tour. His portal room is insane, by the way. It's like a hundred and one floor. It's stupid. <laughs> um but That's he gave it. me a tour of like here's what here's what this side of the map looks like. Here's what and I'm just like blown away at how that like vast that universe is it's just wild like, by the way they just added a cartography table i don't know if you guys have seen that yet where you can upload all of your discoveries from your map and then any other player that comes in your world can go oh, download okay. it and they can now see that's all that stuff cool. that nice there we go nice so that's pretty cool um, and anyway. again it, may, it makes it so indie and small is like these developers they just got 10 people on their team or something like yeah, <laughs> they're, they're still a tiny freaking developer. One of their big hires was just essentially a community person because they were tired of trying to respond to everything. They're trying to program and code. Sure, yeah, and, trying to do a job. And yeah. squash bugs. And they're trying to also respond to the insane amount of players that all of a sudden flocked to their game. And so, yeah, even just hiring that person, I think, was was a big deal. I mean, how them. many millions was it in like the first like not even month? I think it was like I a forget. It was like it was a few million, and it was like yeah. less than a month that they sold. Yeah. It was like the streamers awesome. blew them up, I think, and that yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not going to complain about it, I'm sure. You know. All right. Well, I think out. we've talked ourselves into it, and uh, Valheim, it takes two, and Kena are kind of our runaway top three. Yes. On our shared ranking, and then at number four is Death's Door, followed by Twelve Minutes, The Artful Escape, Solar Ash, Eastward, The Ascent. And Cyber Shadow. I think that's pretty fair based on what we all said. Is there anything that I missed or any order that you guys feel is not <clears throat> accurate? I mean, again, for, for us as a group, 12 minutes is gross, but nope, whatever. That's not true. Uh, that's the point, but you know, <laughs> well, you're a child. 12 minutes so it's like to be how I met your mother all over again. I'm like, <laughs> that point just went right over it. No, it's head. even more it's gross. It's crazy to more, me that that, actually, point, I don't know. that point was so out of grasp for him. <laughs> Dude's got, got Willem Dafoe. Okay. So that gives it points. Yes, absolutely. Godspeed, hey, literally started like an inside joke on this podcast, like with your thumbnails, mm-hmm. this game. <laughs> yeah. But sure, True. you hate it all you want, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I love Willem it's, Dafoe. It's just your art. That's all. <laughs> I, love, I love Willem Dafoe. It's just <laughs> your art. Is the Listen, he redeems, art. He redeems the grossness, all right? He redeems it. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'll buy that. There you go. There's our top 10 best indie slash small games of the year. Take that into with a grain of salt because we kind of tried to define it at the jump. Valheim, It Takes Two, Cana Bridge of Spirits, Death's Door, 12 Minutes, The Artful Escape, Solar Ash, Eastward, The Ascent, and Cyber Shadow. There you go. 
So there's our. We we did it, guys. We we successfully. Good, I'm gonna be honest. Shared, it's a good list. Shared list. We really made good about that list. I really want to like go play Death Store like an Eastward oh. and a few of these like yeah. tonight. Solar I feel like Ash. Those, yeah. Solar Ash. I've just been waiting to go on sale. Like for whatever reason, I look at that game and I know it's worth forty bucks. But I look at forty bucks and I go, I don't want to spend that right now. Dude, I'm with you. I get it. Yeah. 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 With you. Um, but I used um, some Epic stuff because it was on sale on Epic to grab it. It was same with oh. Kena. I I, w- I waited for Kena to go on sale. I got it for twenty seven. I think it was. So. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, then our next personal category before we rank our favorite Nintendo games, which should be a smaller list probably than the indie list was, but we'll see. Um, personal list: best exploration slash open world. And I purposefully didn't define this because that could mean something different for you than it does for someone else. In general, it could be, I just loved the environment. Exploring it was just my favorite. Or maybe you liked the way they designed exploration. A good example on my personal list, it's in my top five, is the game Hitman 3. It's not mm-hmm. an open world game, but I love the way they did exploration in that game. The way that you go and you discover stuff and then you can go back and re-explore. So that's how I per- that's why this is not a shared ranked list. Like Define it however you want to. But that's my number five is Hitman 3, just barely beating out stuff like Deathloop and Metroid Dread, which I think had great exploration elements of their own. Uh, but I go Hitman 3 there. And then number four for me is Halo Infinite. Loved that open world and th- thought it was super fun to explore. It was beautiful to look at, really fun to navigate as well. That was a big part of it. Um, for me, number three, I know I just talked it up. Or, uh, no, no, that was number two. Uh, number three is Far Cry 6. Really fun, mm. really cool open world. I think it's probably their best version of the far cry formula yet personally um number two we just talked about it a lot that's valheim i love that open world i thought it was beautiful in its own kind of weird pixelated but cool lighting way like it's hard to describe until you try it it looks so cool the sky is beautiful really a cool design to that game and get out in the ocean it's just it's just great i love valheim but to me number one it's forza horizon 5 that's my by far been my favorite open world experience if i just think about exploring finding another race finding another sign to break finding another jump to hit um i just think that's that's my favorite open world experience uh of the year so uh kyle what about you uh skip me i have i'm 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 cultivating my list right now all right fair (laughs) enough dan i'll come back to me um so i did uh so number one is valheim that's the real answer tim yep that is the real Um, answer um and then i did uh ghost of tsushima iki island oh nice yeah that one's still yeah that one felt just as good yeah just just as good just as beautiful um you guys said that's about equal to the size of one of the main three sections in the original game right it's a big island it's a it's a decent size yeah i don't know bigger i would say bigger i would say it's a little bigger than like the Hmm. smallest part of the main map okay okay sure which is that that's the top one right the the final one Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um and then i did uh Forza Horizon 5 after that. Um, and then you just uh, reminded me, Deathloop, I, I definitely would throw that one in there. Yeah. Um, and then Far Cry 6. I like mm-hmm. that they returned back to, like, kind of the jungle of, like, the first couple of um, Far Crys. I yeah. think I think that's where Far Cry really kind of works its best, is when it's in I the also jungle. love just parachuting slash gliding from any yeah. point. Oh, Once gliding is so that. awesome. What a great yeah. addition. So fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. All right. I have I have my list now, I guess. All right, let's uh, hear it. Sorry for the delay. Uh, Iki Island, thank you for that one, uh, Dan. Uh, I think that that one was just so well-crafted. And uh, yes. you weren't taking very many steps until you were hitting some sort of event or side quest or something like that. Right. It just felt full. Like, it just felt full of things to do. 
Uh, Hitman 3, some of the greatest level design. Maybe ever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's ever. Sec- was it that he, uh, that uh, Knives Out level? I mean, come on. Yeah, right? yeah. Even like, even the, like, Raver, like, yes. warehouse level. Outsta- like, and I feel like that one always gets, like, second bump to, like, uh, mm-hmm. Knives Out level, because obviously... But like the the that warehouse like party level was had out no of this business world. being that good. Had no business being that yeah. good. And why are we not talking about that level like yeah. we are the other? So one? good. You know? So good. Anyways, even um, just getting into that place was really creative. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, I I can't. I'm like super excited to actually go back and like play that game more. Yeah. But, so fun. Um. Uh. The next one I have. Uh, my number three is uh, Life is Strange. Just enjoy walking around that town. Mm. Like you, yeah. it's really small, but like you really understand your sense of space. Yeah. very quickly in that town it's a cozy and, town and you're talking about like the idea of just like there are multiple times that we've talked about in the chat too where i'm just like i'd live there yeah yeah that seems fucking that seems great so you yeah. guys basically also, do right they, <laughs> we do kind of no, uh, it's colorado nothing like right? that yeah no? it's <laughs> nothing like that at all um yeah, but i will say the, the uh they also reward you and life is strange for yeah. doing that because you'll have new conversations or even maybe help yeah. someone that you would have skipped completely if you didn't explore. I, and like it's since it's, it's a quiet town, like even when you go down like the alleyways, you're like, oh, this is the back of the flower shop. And like, look at all these like beautiful flowers or I don't know. There's just yeah. there's no ugly place in that world. By the way, did out. you guys help get that couple together who are just friends? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I got Same. the first part of the conversation. I, I guess I didn't conclude that arc, but uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. very satisfying. Um, yeah. No, you hate love, Dan. It's, um, it's fine. I, I, really? I hate love? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate love. I love love. Um, Morpheus, no, uh, Morpheus credit, like, it, it, it's so easy We're to miss things in that game because, like, every yeah. corner does have Neo, something. Not Morpheus. Yeah. <laughs> every, every corner of that game does have something to do, and if you uh, progress, like, the story, like, too quickly, like, you can miss entire <laughs> sections of progressing little missions yeah. like that, so... Yeah, because when you e- finished the thing, it was like, oh, you didn't see this thing. I was like, oh, I didn't even, oh, god damn it. Like, I yeah. totally missed, No, there, like, there was a, there was a, quite a few times that I missed stuff, and I was just like, yeah. oh, no, man. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed nothing. I platinum that game. I'm perfect. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, you are, Jeff. <laughs> well, I am perfect. <laughs> perfect cell over there. Am I right, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, uh, my number two is uh, Lost Judgment. There's, here's another game that's just like there's so many things to just do. Any direction you walk in, ten steps later, like you're in the middle of a side mission or or something interesting uh, to do. And my number one is uh, Forza Horizon Five because like, holy crap! Like uh, mm-hmm. it, one of just the most utilized maps ever, and like yeah. every inch of this world, regardless of what type of race you're doing, like the race is always good. Like it feels like a well-designed race map that someone just created just for a second, you know? Sure. And I wonder if they do that and then con- just connect roads to these, like, race maps or whatever. Because, like, that's how good that they feel. They feel so organic, like, in these worlds. And um, I don't know. I, 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 I just I think this is one of the greatest open-world games uh, ever, and I cannot wait for their Fable. And I think that they're going to translate a lot of these lessons yeah. of how to create an open for- world into their new Fable that. game. Yeah. yeah, cannot wait for their Fable. Agree with that. Jeff, what about you? Uh, a lot of them already, people have already said. Uh, Hitman 3, for sure, is up there just because of the level design. Thanks for mentioning that, because I didn't have that in there. I only, I only had four before. Um, then I would go Solar Ash. I felt like exploring in that game was yeah. actually very gratifying. Um, with, like, the first area is fine, you know. You, you figure out the currency in the game uh, in that first area. But it's like all the other, there's like five or six areas total, or whatever. It, there's more than that area, basically. It's like four other areas, and each one it just feels totally different to explore, and you can find new suits there. Um, there's just a bunch of cool nuggets of information you could find about people that 
had tried this before you had tried uh, stopping the black hole or whatever. Um, so that's really fascinating, that open world. Um, and then, like everybody said, Forza. Forza is really great. Um, I, I don't know how they went up themselves from four, but they did it perfectly. Like, it's just... It, it's just every every corner. Every corner you turn, there's something freaking cool to do. Yeah. Um, you drive, like, up around a volcano in this game. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. And then like, jump and, off of it. And then yeah. driving down that, like, down, like, the black ash side of it yeah. or whatever, like, it's... It's out of this world. Like that game is so that game is so incredible. Yeah. It's, it's out of this world. And it's really cool that being set in Mexico, there's so many different types of I don't know what what do you call them landscapes. I guess Biomes, to look at. Yeah. yeah, like with the volcano, with the the beaches and the desert type sure. areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jung and, the jungly areas. Yeah, like. and how there's like different you know weather events based on where you are. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah, really. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Halo Infinite impressed the heck out of me. Um, mm -hmm. With that, I didn't expect that open world to be as cool as it was, and, and gratifying to take down, you know, the strongholds or the uh, just the regular bases you can fast travel to and stuff like that. Without um, being overwhelming, where it's like, man, there's yeah. too much to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I unlocked everything at my own pace, basically. I didn't do the last quarter of the map until it was like the story took me there, basically. Um, yeah. And some of those you don't have a choice. <laughs> some of those. You know, you have to go further in the story before you can go to the bottom quadrant of the, you know, map. Um, but yeah, I love that. I love that open world. It felt really cool. And then uh, number one is Valheim, just because that open world is, like, ever-changing and feels infinite. So, uh, yeah, even in my short time in that game, compared to others, <laughs> it, that open world just really impressed me. Um, they do have an update coming in early next year, which means, Dan, we likely will need to reset our map for it to actually work gotcha. because they're adding uh all kinds of caves and tunnels in the mountains and how's that gonna work to discover uh, is that soul crushing to you guys or do y'all know it so well now it's really easy to get I'm, back to a place of i'm good with it i'm good with it. i've done i've done three maps and explored good chunks of each of them and so like, you're, you're yeah. like you could probably rebuild pretty quickly then yeah and i think some of the fun is that i think the building is by itself a super Same fun here. i actually that's oh, the like, yeah. that's the parts like when people are like oh minecraft's so dumb like i actually really like minecraft and Dude, those I spent, are the moments of minecraft i spent about I a week it. every evening for about a week building this castle which dan won't come look at because he's mean to me um but i built this <laughs> castle oh, okay. and yeah, wow. And it's, dude, it's so, I mean, you have, like, a hot tub it's in there, and you've got, like, Christmas trees all over it. Like, it's Wait, so you're different. Talking about the, you're talking about in the snowy mountain? We built that together, no, no. Tim. No, no, not that one. There's one I built near our current main fort. There's a new oh, castle okay. that I built. Anyway, so they added all this stuff, and I built a bunch of stuff in there. But, like, when they launch this new update, sounds like it'll be maybe February when that comes out. I'll happily jump into a brand new map, let it all race. Because if you try to play it in your current map, mm. the only places where the new stuff will spawn is if you haven't explored there yet. And oh, as, okay. as the map uncovers, it's like, well, we can't spawn our so, stuff. You so you're saying we have to start over? Basically. Okay. <laughs> well, we <laughs> well then that, the skills in our, be we bring all our stuff over. Okay. Yeah. Well, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, I agree. Valheim is amazing. There's something about Forza this year. This version of Forza Horizon that caught my attention in a way that 3 didn't quite do. I thought it was fun, though. The DLC was fun. Yeah. I thought 4 was really cool, and I enjoyed it. I know Derek gets real mad, like, guys, this is how it's always been. I'm like, I don't know. No. It's not, though, because something about 5 has been special, and I don't know what it is, but it's special. So Yeah, I didn't jump into four, 3 or 4. As much as I love those games, and I even put them in my 10 of that year and put them Damn. pretty high. I think 5 is I just mean, more this one, Forza 5, spoilers, I guess, is like my number one game of the year. Like, 
And I didn't, going into this year, I didn't expect that. But, like, it's just the fact that I keep jumping in and finding something. Even though you're doing the same things as racing, I find something just as fun to do all over again. I think it's Every just a more pleasure environment, right? I mean, no offense yeah. to like the UK, but like it's no, all kind London of... side. I, that game was good. That area, I could just hated being. It's in just that not area as pretty to look at, right? It's just well, not... there, there wasn't a lot of diversity either. So sure, like sure. it just you were kind of in that same kind of looking area. Like Australia had a little more diversity, but even it in, did. Australia like, was a cool map. Yeah. It was a cool map, but it was a lot smaller. Obviously, like now mm-hmm. we're able to get like get maps so much bigger, and there's just something yeah. about this map that's just so. It's out of this world. Like, there is something different about this game from the other two. And again, like Jeff, I'm the kind of guy who's had those games in my top tens as well. It's just, this game's special. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, Derek. It is. It is. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. All right. Well, let's go into our final category for this week. And that is best. Oops. There it is. Best Nintendo game of the year. That's a lot. A lot more than that. Did I just kick Jeff off the call by accident? (laughs) Well, I he, think he muted and uh, okay. All yeah, right. Well, he'll he'll, he'll rejoin us, yeah. or he's like, I hate Nintendo. I'm out of here. Who knows? Probably. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe it's a bit. I don't know. It's it's Derek showing up for the the Nintendo possible. part is fun. Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so Nintendo, I think, had a pretty pretty solid year. I think they put out some really cool games. They put out some games that I don't care about, but they also put out more that I care about compared to the previous year. 2020 was a tougher year for me because we had stuff like Animal Crossing that are huge Nintendo hits that mm. have so many fans, including both of you, that I just can't get into. So 2020 wasn't as strong of a Nintendo year for me personally. Yeah. 2021, though... I'm looking at this list now. I think there's some really, really good stuff here. So I don't know that we'll have Metopia, a Metopia, full... right? That's what you're talking about. <laughs> Dude, my, my eyes went oh. right to Metopia. Hey, there he is. Here's the biggest Nintendo fan. Yeah, there I'm so here. glad the biggest Nintendo fan showed up for this. It won't, listen, man, it won't hurt my feelings if you decide to leave once you realize the last category we're covering tonight is Nintendo. So, and then we're moving on to others. But you only have yourself to blame because I said it. I'm happy to see you all the <laughs> yeah. same. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So we're doing best Nintendo. Um, There are um, a whole bunch of games here. If I got some wrong, if for some reason they did come out on another console, let me know. But here are the rules that I set forward for most console exclusives. If it came out on PC and mobile as well, either or, I still think it, I still consider it a console exclusive. To me, it's more about, especially because the concept of our podcast when we launched it, uh, when Dan and Derek and I launched it was, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, how do we create a really fun dynamic between those main three console uh, creators and those environments, while also talking about PC games and and general third-party stuff at the same time. So we still like maintaining the best console exclusive of the year. Um, They're just very different environments. So that's what this is meant to be. If there's something on here that you're like, this doesn't belong here, it was also on Xbox or on PlayStation, just let me know. But I'm pretty sure, I went over these uh, two days ago, and as far as my Googling could tell me, it seemed like uh, these are all Nintendo exclusives. Yeah. So I won't read them all off to you. If, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the list now. Um, but we'll just go around, and if there's any that you want to say, hey, this needs to be somewhere in our considered for our top list, just name them off. Um, Derek, welcome to the show. I'll let you start first. What Nintendo game is needs to be considered for their best of the year? Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. All right. Yes. Dan? Uh, Metroid Dread. Of course. Kyle? Uh, Bravely Default 2. All right. Jeff? Dude, I've played like five of these. What do you want me to say? Uh, Eastward. <laughs> Eastward, there you go. 
All right. Um, I'm going to throw... I gotta put. I haven't even played it, but I'll put Shin Megami Tensei Five over. That has to be absolutely. on there. Absolutely. I just haven't, yeah, haven't played it. Move it over. Uh, Derek, any others on here that you feel like we need to include? Um, so it's a top ten, right? So yeah, top throw, ten. Throw um, Cruising Blast over. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> okay. What, what about you, Dan? Dude, Busta Fellows. <laughs> have you have you seen the Kyle um, Kyle Bossman? thing on Busta? No, yeah, I yeah. If you okay. have Busta Fellows on your list. <laughs> um, I, have so, um, I haven't played it, but t- I think you liked it a lot, Tim, right? Monster Hunter Stories 2? Or... Yeah, I played I played through the demo as long as it would let me. That was really good. Okay. Yeah, yeah throw okay. throw that on. Okay. Kyle? Uh, no More Heroes 3. There it is. I knew one of you played it. I couldn't remember who it was. Okay. Uh, Jeff? Uh, Dreamscaper. Hey, I just got to give a shout out to my wife real quick. She just delivered me a oh, chocolate chip oatmeal cookie bar. What? Wow. Nice. She's trying, get, she's trying to get you fat, bro. They're still <laughs> they're still warm. Wow. Nice. Wife, wife, wife of the year, right? Imagine. Oh, my goodness. Holy yeah. crap. All right. That's amazing. Get okay. you fat. All right. I missed trying the last one because I was distracted. Yeah, she was trying to get me fat. That's all right. That's a good way to do it. I missed after No More Heroes 3. What did we say? Um, oh, I said Dreamscaper. Dreamscaper, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, any other ones? Just throw them out there if you see any others. Who Nobody cared, about, cared about Mario Golf or Mario Party? No. I didn't play them. I, I mean, I, I like Mario Party, but I don't what know about if Snap? It's... You played Snap, didn't you, Dan? Is that not... Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm trying to... I, I would say WarioWare probably slightly above those two, if I'm okay. going to be honest. All right. Yeah, let's just move over. Because it's just quirky and, you know... Move, yeah, yeah move Snap over. Titles, yeah. So. I did not play Mario Golf. It's been one of those ones that I keep meaning to, you know, try out. But did anyone else play it to even talk about it at all? Yeah, I played it, but I just didn't like it that much. <laughs> Nobody liked it. Like, I feel like this is one of the most, like, rejected Nintendo games of the year, really. I'm it's moving Loop Hero over, even though I don't think sure. it'll make the list. Um, we'll see. Um, I played Road 96. That's like a Telltale type of game. It's not. It's not best though. It's not, it's not in okay. that category. It's just. It's decent. If you okay. like the Telltale type stuff. Okay. Yeah. My son played the demo for Game Builder Garage. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a charming little like beginner's guide to programming. Basically, it's cute. It's a cute little coding thing. Yeah. But not necessarily yeah. worth. Um, Dan, you played Mario Party. Is that worth considering as a best nintendo game of the year or is it truly kind uh, of just a rehash of old mario parties well like yeah because again i would say WarioWare. if you're gonna pick one of those type of games because they're you know fairly similar party games i, I would say keep WarioWare, and we can skip superstars yeah, WarioWare has a unique nature to it right? it, it is it's superstars is is fun and again i it, it looks really nice like kind of the sort of updated visuals of these classic um classic boards but yeah i would say WarioWare is just again it's just quirky so it just kind of sticks out more to me okay all right well then there you go there's our selection for best nintendo do we even have 10 there let's see yeah that's 10 that's more than 10 all right cool like 13 or something isn't it excellent something so at least we'll have to make some cuts that's good so we'll just leave it like this right this is this is our top 10 (laughs) prayfully default at the top that's totally it all right, so what are some of the obvious ones that we don't even need to really debate because they'll be in the top 10? We don't have to cut them. Like Metroid, oh, Dread, Metroid and Monster, Dread yeah. and Monster Hunter Rise, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shin Megami. Uh, Shin, Shin Megami Tensei, is that an obvious one, yeah. I think? Um, 
Bravely Default 2. A couple of you have played that now, right? Is Derek, that... I, I, you seem like you're actually enjoying that. Is that still the case, sir? Yeah, but I played it on Master Race, not on Switch, bro. Okay, but how, well, but how is it? I'm very happy for you. I'm, yeah, I'm asking you, you how like it is, it? not what you looks like. <laughs> um, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's Bravely Default. If you don't like Bravely Default, stop playing games. That's fair. Sure. That's generic. I don't it's like very it. Blunt. I played the demo, didn't like it, so you can suck it. I'm right, you're wrong. Listen, yeah. I'd like to suggest Nonsense. that No More Heroes 3 has to be in the top 10 for Nintendo games this year, right? Sure. I didn't even play it, but is that crazy? Uh, it's just know. it's weird as hell, and it should just be there. Just do it. I feel like it should be up there. Same with Cruise and Blast. Like I know it didn't review amazing, but it's exactly what you expect. It's the Cruise and games. It's which, on sale right now for twenty bucks. So. I have heard that they're talking yeah. about doing the full trilogy of Cruise and games uh, and bringing mm. them over, which would be yeah. cool. Like Cruise and World, Cruise and USA. That'd be awesome. That'd be your plan, yeah. Um, okay. I think based on our conversation on. Indie games, because that's what you've missed so far, Derek, by the way, was you missed indie games. So I'm, I know you're sad about that. I'm really upset. I feel like I feel like Devastated. Eastward should probably be on our list based on the I, fact that... I agree, honestly, with Eastward. So good. Yeah. Which means, um, let's see, Pokemon Snap, WarioWare, those are pretty major Nintendo games. Are we not yeah. in- including those? What do you think? I feel like WarioWare should be up there. I haven't even three played more. it. Um, I would say Monster Hunter Hunter Stories. So good, yeah. Although I didn't play it. It's, I mean, if you like JRPGs, it's amazing. I I love it. Yeah, I I remember playing the first one just being, I I don't know if something didn't click about it, but everybody loves this demo or this game. I've only played the demo, so I can only speak to that, but boy, is it good. It was really high quality, so. I mean, it's something I'll probably get on PC as well, but. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine. Putting in a top ten when you really don't have a lot of like clear cut games, and I don't even think as I don't think as a group we've played ten games. <laughs> I don't think so. No. This is no. true. I think so we've all played like I, the same five or six. That's kind of why I want to put Pokemon Snap on the list because I just feel like oh that's Nintendo, it's Pokemon. We got, like, am yeah. I crazy? Is that I don't know. No, that's fine. Three, four, five, six. I mean, seven, you can leave eight. it at the bottom. Like, I yeah, did. So, those two are like, yeah, that's it. That's 10, right? Yeah. Because, again, I enjoyed my time with it. Like, my wife really enjoyed it, but, like, it, like when you finish it, it's just like, oh, okay. So, we're done. My wife. Sorry. My wife. <laughs> I'm very, very topical, man. I'm, I'm All right. It. So, if we had to order a couple of these here, um, I don't. I think Dan, you're the only one who's played Pokemon Snap, and you're not yeah, really. That, that could stay at the bottom. It. That so could stay at the bottom. bottom. Um, uh, WarioWare, Jeff, you played it, and Dan, you played it, right? No, I didn't play it. I I, I played the demo. Set. Like it, it was oh, WarioWare. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was WarioWare. That can um, probably go right, uh, right below. Yeah, like um ninth, ninth spot, I would say. Okay. I didn't know there was a demo. I should try that. I should try it's, it too. I don't know. I don't know if I love like the oh you like choose a, like your cursor and like your character is your cursor. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, like, so each almost. character has like a certain a certain unique <clears throat> mechanic. Like they they'll move differently or like do so certain kind of changes every mini game and that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of them are just that. some of them feel like throwaways. Like some of them are just kind of like they like oh we have like so many characters. This one does this, I guess, and it's just kind of useless. Yeah. Some of them are definitely just better to use. So I'm but. like shocked that somehow. 
Pokemon Snap is worse than that. So, <laughs> but <laughs> well, I haven't that, played it. So that like, I have to take your word for it. You know? Yeah, it, Dan. It kind of Dan. It kind of comes down to you for these spots. WarioWare and Pokemon yeah, no, Snap. Like, you can leave it as is. I, it's, right, not, right. it's not. A, it's not a matter of like worse. It's just kind of like uh, I mean, WarioWare is at it's a better least, time. It's just more unique. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah. Um, I would put Eastward above Monster Hunter Stories too. That's just because I like that style of game better. I like an action RPG better than I do a turn-based jrpg personally that's just my personal preference um i again i think it's nobody's really played monster hunter stories so i think anybody who's played eastward if they like it it has to be yeah jeff and i jeff and i liked it a lot i didn't play cruise and blast though who played it and is it exactly what i expect i played it i own it and it's it's fun it's a fun arcade racer it's worth uh i mean i wouldn't put it top five but it should be at a six at least so it can be under it could be under eastward if you guys love eastward more but other than that i i didn't care i never tried eastward so i would i would rate cruising blast ahead of it i'm moving it there for now just because um what you missed a little earlier was jeff and i talking probably a little too much about how much we liked eastward uh really cool really cool game um okay but Kyle, tell me about No More Heroes 3. I know it's not a perfect game by any stretch. I know it's super quirky and wacky, but yeah. does that is that alone enough for it to the, yeah, does it belong I, in the top five? I, I, I think it's got some of the best like boss fights like in modern like gaming right now. Like it's just it's the, the the whole thing is like a boss rest mode almost. And there's like some bad guys you fight obviously in between, like as you're kind of walking there. But mm. like the big main events are these like fight gigantic, ridiculous boss fights, and all of them are super different. Um, it's really cool, you know. It's just like it's a particular style and like uh, it's a t- particular flavor. And this flavor is a is a hard one to swallow for a lot of people, I would say, <laughs> uh, in terms of its like storytelling and like uh, jokes and stuff like that. So, even, the trailers, uh, even the trailers, I was like, dude, what? the yeah, trailers yeah, are so what? anime. Is that are the cutscenes like that, or was that just? Oh, the, the trailers? whole game is like it's an ode to anime. Like the main character yeah. is an otaku who like orders a lightsaber off of eBay, and he's like, sure. "I think I'm gonna become a hitman," and like he becomes the world's greatest <laughs> hitman, and now he's fighting aliens. Like that's the sure. whole story. Sure. Uh, it's he's a womanizer, so it's a lot of like old jokes that like woke people probably won't like, but um, it's a great game. I, I was gonna say Derek, you would love this. <laughs> yeah, it's Derek's number one, so we should probably put it up there. <laughs> Um, does it belong uh, below Shin Megami Tensei and Monster Hunter Rise? Below those? I would. Shin Megami Tensei is my number one out of all of these. Okay. But I know I'm probably the only one who's played that too. So. Uh, I have it. I I've played it. Oh great. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we can. But I I like the Shin Megami games, but I'm not. I mean, you guys know, like I like RPGs, but I'm not unless it's an action RPG. I'm not gonna stick with it. Yeah. So it's not it's gonna be my to be number one. Yeah. But it's I I would put it above No More Heroes and Brave the Default. I, I would like put it, it right Bravely around De- Bravely Default. Yeah, I, I, I maybe right above like because they're the same yeah. type of flavor of game. They're they old school turn based RPGs. And, you know? and I think it just comes down to like what you prefer. And I'm going to prefer Bravely over it. But Kyle's already said uh, Shin Megami's his number one. Bravely Default, I'll already say, it, is not my number one. Okay. I would I would say Shin Megami, like from what I had seen, because I haven't played it, is probably slightly higher quality than Bravely Default. It's very I mean, high if quality. you if you exactly if you like Persona and you like 
the Shimigami games, then you're absolutely going to like. Five. And it's definitely not like Persona at all. So everyone who <laughs> is trying to play it and they're like, can't wait to play this new Persona game. Like they don't play like that even kinda. So <laughs> you're not dating um, anybody. There's no time for that. Damn it. Did uh, Kyle, you and I played a little bit of Rise together. Anybody else play Monster Hunter Rise? I Anyways, thought that was a. Amazing. I mean, just a demo. That, I thought that was an. They did an amazing job of bringing the so Monster good. Hunter world experience down yeah. into a handheld. And I thought they really did a great job with it. It's Boy. got some limitations here and there, but nothing that took away from my experience. I thought it was a blast. I played. The traversal is awesome in that game. Like you ride a doggy, you know, right? You, ride you a got doggy. a dog. Well, and there's like a whip, or, like right? Isn't there? Like Rise a, is yeah. my number one. That's yeah, my right. number one. Rise, okay. I would happily put right. any weapon that one, two, three area. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so it's safe to put Bravely Default down here at that four spot, right above No More Heroes three. Okay. Um, then it's it, these three. Anybody else play Metroid Dread? Yeah, yeah I played it. Yeah. I played Metroid Dread. Uh, I finished. I finished bro- it. All right, that's good. Oh, that's uh, right. Dan did finish it because he bragged about it, like uh, you know, overcompensating a little. Because I'm a pro. Dan's I'm a pro, pro gamer. gamer. Yeah, Dan's a uh, pro gamer at the group. Hey, hey, Derek. Small can you, penis. Can you, pro me, gamer. can you remind me that I uh, finished Sekiro <laughs> before you guys? Uh, yeah. Um, um, I actually beat it before you. I just cheated. Like, it was around the same time. It was around the same time. It was for. All right, so Dan. Give me your pros and cons of Metroid Dread, and then I don't think you've played Monster Hunter Rise or Shin Megami, so I know it's hard to compare those, but yeah, just give yeah, me your yeah. pros and cons in general for you for Metroid Dread. I mean, Metroid Dread, as far as just the series, like I think it's um, feels the best as far as the controls. It just feels really smooth. The um, the movement is really good. The traversal. I I do think some of the backtracking is a little more of a headache compared to the older Metroids, though, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I don't mind the um, the sort of nemesis style um, robot. What were they called again? Um, the Emmys. Yes, yes. Yeah, so thank yeah. you. The Emmys. Um, I didn't totally mind them. I thought it was just kind of something that they threw in to throw you off compared to some of the other enemies. Just something kind of to change the pace a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it, they wanted you to feel weak for a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, but then you reap the reward. Once you defeat them, you actually gain, like, a pretty great reward from that. Um, and then, yeah, the boss... Dude, the boss fights are fantastic. Very um, epic. And, and, and actually being able to inter- interact in, like, what sort of looks like a cutscene, but actually firing your blaster or actually charging it up fully and, and shooting at the boss was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just looked really cool. I don't know. I mean, it. I, I think it is an excellent game, but, I mean, I if, if um, you guys wanted rise to be above that I, I would be perfectly fine with that so I, I i for sure think it's an excellent game but i'm not like this needs to be number one so why don't we do and maybe tim's gonna get to that so sorry if i'm cutting right. the line but why don't we just do like to me these three objectively are pretty equal like obviously they're different games but they're pretty equal yeah. as far as quality why yeah. wouldn't we just vote like you know how we do that scale of like I give Monster Hunter Rise a three, I give Metroid Joy, Metroid Dread a two, and Shimigami yep. a one. I think it'll I think it'll come down to that. It sounds okay. like because we've got like I would have Metroid Dread first. Um, That's why you so. would have Rise first. Kyle yep. has Shin Megami first. So, um, Jeff, have you played? Metroid Dread. I know you didn't play the other two extensively. You played the Rise demo. You didn't play Shin Megami, but you did play Metroid, or no? Yeah, I played Metro- Metroid okay. for like an hour or two. It's not, I mean, I have no dog in this fight. Um, okay. Metroid's the best one out of all of these, in my opinion, but my opinion matters very little. Yeah, about time you recognize, bro. 
Oh, God, wow. God damn it. The, wow. You know, you uh, show up for the last like, 30 really, minutes. I, and then you <laughs> Dude shows up the last 30 minutes. Hostility. Just Now, Derek, I think you're the only one who's played all three because I've played Dread and, and Rise. Are truly I played all pretty... three. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. Yeah, so yeah. Kyle and Derek. So really, I want to hear from you two on not just so how the you two people them, like, that actually me, matter on this podcast. Give me the, pros, <laughs> give me the pros and cons <laughs> of Metroid because I already heard you talk about Shin Megami and you loved it. Um, we talked a little bit about Rise. We can talk more about it. But Metroid Dread, I know, Kyle, you love the series. This one didn't click with you at first, it, at it least. It didn't click with me at first, and I started getting it, and then I was I just kind of moved on to other things afterwards, like right as I was kind of getting it. Um, I think it's super high quality, and if it ended up being number one, like I super wouldn't care at all, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but it's just not my number one. I think, uh, you know, Rise would probably be a better like number one collectively like it sounds like a, a lot of us played it and a lot of us respect it uh but dread is also right there as well especially with two people who have beaten it and really loved it so and that's even with shin megami being your personal one you wouldn't push i it mean out. yeah i can concede that that being third okay happily you know just because i know the other two have been played and and really enjoyed unless derek like you have something to say about shin megami. that's the only other person who played it so yeah and i only played a little bit so third is completely fine yeah i think i'm happy well then derek totally what's what gave you the what gave rise the edge over dread for you uh i'm gonna be honest i think dread should be one and then rise two and then shimigami the reason i say that is we've got two people that beat dread and then loved it mm-hmm. i haven't beat any of these games because i wasn't committed to any of them now why do i like rise a lot because it's actually a really good game i only played a couple hours but it's really good, and then I pre-ordered it on PC because that's where I'm going to really play it. Yep. It is limited on the Switch, but the Switch didn't... Like, I'm not picking the PC over the Switch because the Switch version is lesser. I'm picking the PC version over the Switch because I'm a PC master race. I still <laughs> think they did, like, a really good job, and I think it's probably the best Monster Hunter across the board. Again, I only played the first couple hours, but that's the quality of how they did the gameplay, everything was stepped up, and they already did an amazing job with Monster Hunter Worlds. Yeah. So I'm expecting, and that's why I'm super excited for Rise on, on PC, but the reason I say Dread should be one is because I thought Dread was good. I played a couple hours of that, too, um, and then I moved on because I knew it's just not my thing. It's not that the game was bad, and so therefore I quit because it's bad. I quit because I'm like... This isn't a game that I, when I walk away from it, that I go, oh, I didn't beat it. Like, I have games now that I'm like, oh, I haven't beat it yet. I need to go back to it. Dread's not one of those. So I got you. For me, objectively, Dread should be one, Rise should be two, and then Shin Megami Tensei five at three. I think those are a really, really good top three. You know, I, remember, I remember playing um, Monster Hunter Rise with Kyle, and I think we kept saying several times, like, how does this look so good and play yeah, so well? It, does. it, it looks good there. on the Switch. Yeah, it really surprising. does. It's very they did they did some incredible <laughs> stuff there. I think I got about 10, 12 hours total in that game. I really enjoyed it. You know, I got killed about a whole the same bunch. Yeah. Killed a whole bunch of monsters. Loved my time with it. Um, but I just felt like Metroid Dread was probably my favorite of the side-scrolling entries in that series, and that includes Super Metroid, which is one of my. It's, it's on my like all-time favorites list. I think Dread was better than that. I agree with Dan. Some of the backtracking got frustrating. But for some reason, I was just so determined that when I got stuck, it didn't frustrate me like it maybe would have other times. 
So and it, and you can get stuck in that game where you're like, I don't know where to go. I That's what I was gonna to say. Go. We we got that little joke about you know smart games and that death loop is just too smart for most gamers. I mean, it's not a joke. It's true, obviously. <laughs> it is true. But Metroid <laughs> Metroid Dread is the same way. Like when I was playing it, I was uh, now granted I I decided to buy the game because I got the new OLED switch yeah. and I was at that time working in the office. I'm not now. <clears throat> And so I was like, I would literally have my phone up with the walkthrough there, and then I'd be playing as I'm watching this guy walk through. Because I was like, I'm not going to waste my damn time trying to figure <laughs> out where this game wants me to go. Because the game doesn't tell you yeah. a lot. And then when it does no, tell it you stuff, it's kind of like, they, they, want, mean, you hit, they want you to read. They want you to read. They want you to read. Yeah, there's like hidden walls and some and like the map like there's something later on where you find that the that helps you find those hidden walls. And I remember finding one point where I was I was stuck. I had to find a video and it, and then when I got to that point in the video, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. because it's not showing even with that with that thing that you find in the game. So to find a hidden I, wall. I hit a couple of those moments, too, and I got close to looking it up. And I'm so glad I didn't in the same way that when you guys play a Souls game, which you like more than I do, I like some of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you finally beat that boss that seems impossible. Yeah. That rush of like, I figured it out. I get that. I'm, I know it sounds crazy, but I get that same rush of, I figured yeah. out what I was supposed to do next. I figured it out on my own. I didn't need help. I, I that makes found sense. it. So a... to me, it was a rush and I enjoyed it. But I, dude, I totally get how that's not a super plus for everyone. But it does sound like Metroid Dread has the number one vote from Dan, Jeff, and even Derek. I think um, it gets yeah. bonus points also because your son beat it on hard mode. Yeah. He did. So that's pretty cool. My son beat it on normal, which I found to be incredibly challenging. That final boss was really tough, dude. dude that guy, yeah. And, I mean, I died a lot on that boss fight, figuring out yeah. his patterns. And so, and he was, you know, he had, like, the, I think I told you guys this, you know, the tears in his eyes, his palms were sweating. He was mad. His face was red. And he I could just, weak, I, was, arms I, are kept, heavy. I kept telling him, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Eminem. Mom's I kept, mom's I, kept, he's nervous. I, kept, I kept telling him, I was like, dude, it's really okay, like, either i can help you or it's not a big deal if you don't finish it or just you know take a break and he just kept going like i can do it and i was like no. you want me to help you i can do it like and i loved that because he did it and the look on his face after he beat it he was so excited not only did he do that he went through the entire game on the next difficulty level and beat it again and i was like yeah. all right now you're just showing off yeah and i don't yeah. like this i don't like <laughs> you're, you're not allowed to play anymore yeah you're when 10, the student becomes the master you're 10 you're making me look bad over here um but anyway, it does sound like we've got four first place for Metroid Dread, and then Monster Hunter Rise, I think, comes in second. With yeah, uh, yeah I like the, I like the demo. It's That's just fine. I already recognize That's in the demo like I don't have time for this game. <laughs> like I just won't. I'm unwilling. If to they're play. always a grind. They're, if it's yeah. like if you're gonna start a Monster Hunter game, it's an 80 hour game, and mm -hmm. you're gonna be doing you're gonna be killing the same monsters for 80 yeah. hours. But Although they've done better with the recent ones don't you think i was like gonna say less... but they add these quality of life things that just kind of make them funner to play you know and that yeah. that's that's why i check out these games all the time they've been I, mixing I, it up a little more and they even give you missions that are like you go out into that same area and it just yeah. helps you get familiar with it it's like collect five of these mushrooms or whatever and that's it and then you finish or just that. go to this like... specific spot on the map you know mm -hmm. like, i just oh, like those here. games because it's I don't like playing with randoms in in a lot of games, but there are certain games Great, that you nice. you can play with randoms, and it's like you rarely are gonna have to deal with bullcrap. And this is one of them. Monster Hunter franchise is one of them, and then even Destiny. Like if you play like their their strikes and stuff like that, 
you rarely get a headache from playing with people. It's just everybody knows what they're doing, and then the ones that don't know what they're doing, they're not going to hold you back too much. I'm telling yeah. you, like, whenever I get into a Monster Hunter game, this is totally not racist, so don't take this out of Oh, uh, no, it's the Asians. Whenever you see a Japanese name, I'm like, we are totally killing the Boom. monster. It's going to be the fastest it's ever happened. Dude, I'm with Kyle on that. That happens so many times on Monster Hunter World. Every time I jump in online multiplayer and I'd see, like, Ching Chong Chang, I'm like, dude, we're, <laughs> we're going all the way to God the top. damn it. God damn it. We're going to kill extra monsters along the way, too. Like, it's, But do you know what? Like... That is, that's never been not true, though. It always works out. <laughs> always true. No, I have the, the scientific data to back yeah. this up. So. <laughs> back in the it's day, never bro. like, you never get in there and you're like, dude, catch up, whatever you're peeing or whatever you're in. Yeah. Like, catch up over here. Like, it never happens. It never They're happens. always remember, smarter and better. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. They are. Yeah. I remember the stories of, like, Resident Evil, like, uh, some Asian kid, like, beating it with just the knife. I'm like, are you kidding me? How is yeah. that even possible? <laughs> like, I don't understand. They're better. Yeah. Better than all right, well, that's our know. top 10 for hey, that, Jeff. Pretty, pretty solid. I hear nothing. I, you guys were all muted when you were talking. <laughs> oh, <whatever. laughs> pretty pretty solid year for Nintendo. You know, didn't have a Zelda or a Mario, um, but still had some pretty solid stuff. So number 10 was new Pokemon Snap. Nine was WarioWare. Monster Hunter Stories 2. Cruisin' Blast. Eastward at number six. And then top five is No More Heroes at five. No More Heroes 3. Uh, Bravely Default 2. Shen Megami Tensei 5 comes in at three. Monster Hunter Rise at number two. And Metroid Dread, and number one, I'm with you. The top three are all kind of interchangeable based on personal preference, for yep. sure. But um, yeah, really, really okay. solid year for Nintendo. I, I liked that year. Yeah, now, great year, yeah. Derek, a couple of the not, we didn't debate these. These are just our personal preferences. Do you have any just off the top of your head? Like, what were your favorite open worlds or exploring games that you played? Any kind of so we listed things like. For example, Hitman 3, it's not open world, but the exploration and it was super fun. We listed Far Cry 6, Halo Infinite, uh, Valheim, Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5. So what were, do you have any off the top of your head? Don't have to rank them, but what were some of your favorite open worlds to explore this year? Well, I mean, again, not open world, but like open areas, I would yeah. say Deathloop for sure. I mean, that was why I got super addicted and hooked on that game as I just enjoyed Going in there, even if I was doing the same thing over and over, I would just go in there and do the same thing and just loot and explore the world, trying to find secrets. Because that's kind of how you move forward in the story is nothing's just laid out and like, here, here, you, here it is. Like they give you a direction, of course, but a lot of times you'll just un unlock or unveil things organically if you just explore the world. So that one, um, Forza Horizon 5, mm -hmm. uh, I still think they do open world pretty amazing for especially for a racer. Um, I enjoy like I even though you can fast travel to things, I don't. I just drive. That's how much mm -hmm. I love just exploring the world. Yeah. Um, and even the little collectibles. I'm never a collectible guy. I don't care about collectibles in games. Yep. But in that game, I like to drive around and find the boards to smash. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The other thing is I like the fact that it pops up and it'll say, you know. Daniel, like for mine, it literally always updating me to let me know that Daniel Freitas was ahead of me by like 10 boards. I'm like, no, he's not. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but That's stuff like it. that. Um, I'm trying to think of Far Cry 6, I didn't really get into as much as I thought I would. Hmm. Can't really think of anything else. Go, so, Tsushima, did you try Iki Island? I played like an hour. 
I play like oh. an hour. Now That's a couple of one. a couple of more linear games that still had some fun exploration elements. Do you guys consider Resident Evil Village or Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy to have fun exploring? Resident Evil was fun to explore. Yeah. Yeah, Resident Evil had amazing level design. I kind of forgot about that one to be yeah, honest. Same here. Yeah. yeah, I kind of feel stupid. Uh, Guardians. I mean, I know you can like find side paths. I'm in chapter seven. But there's not much to explore. It's pretty linear. Not, not, not yeah, really, yeah. Sure, like, uh, uh, Ratchet, like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart actually does have you revisit Ratchet. planets to... Uh, yes, stuff. Yeah, to, to go collect things uh, when you gain certain abilities or whatever. I had yeah. Death's Door on my short list, but it got bumped off by these others. Because i got to be honest, as much as I love that game, backtracking does become a chore. Especially if you decide you want to 100% that game. Which, of course, a lot of people don't need to. You don't. That's fine. But I really wanted to. And you'd backtrack a ton in that game and that's not necessarily the best but i do think their level design was really good really creative returnal had some fun stuff but you also have to take into account the the random nature of how things yeah. are laid out yeah 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 um but uh and we'll talk more about those games with other categories coming up but uh, but that does it for part one before we close out there weren't really a whole lot of uh, headlines to cover um so nothing really there that i took note of i, I kept an eye on i didn't see a whole lot thankfully it's been kind of quiet no yeah. No new accusations. There's lawsuits that I've seen come up. That's nice. <laughs> it's um, coming. It's the holidays. No one's in the office. But, uh, so. Real quick, anything specific that you're playing yeah. you want to call out? The one that I'm playing is Tales of Iron. I think that's really fun. Um, I, I, that game's a lot of fun. That's been my kind of Christmas week game along with a few other things. Anything you guys are playing you want to highlight before we close out? Um, for me, I mean, I'm not on the show that, all, that much, so I actually probably have like 30 games. But I'll just talk about... Um, Right now, I'm playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, that's my main one that I'm trying to focus on. Awesome. Uh, so I'm on Chapter 7. I'll be honest, like, I liked it from the get-go, but it didn't... I didn't, like, get hooked. I thought the gameplay was solid. I thought it looked good. I thought it was funny. Um, but as I've played more and more, I'm actually becoming, like, I think more hooked even to the gameplay. I think that the gameplay is a little bit deeper than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um. Not yeah. like deep, like oh, it's super smart, but it's like your team has more unlockable stuff. Yeah, that, there's got there's a lot in. there's a lot going on, and and mm -hmm. as you yep. keep unlocking even like new things to do with your gun, just to tra traverse the world. Like I think I just unlocked the, I had ice, and now I just unlocked the ability for electricity, I believe, yep. and yep. and so it adds I love to that stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it adds as you as you go through the world, so. But the big thing is the banter. Like, freaking Drex taking everything literal <laughs> is hilarious. Like, nobody can say anything without him, like, questioning it or <laughs> or saying, that makes no sense. And it's just, I don't know. I love that stupid stuff. Like, I'm yeah. always into, like, characters who, like, my favorite character in the Suicide Squad is is the shark because he just says <laughs> one word. And it's the yeah. same thing with, like, I am Groot. And then you got... You know, you got the little raccoon just explaining I mean, to you what Groot's saying, even though he's literally and sometimes lying to you about what he's saying. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Like yeah, Batista, course. Batista is a good Drax, but the Drax in this game is like excellent, right? Yeah, he's, he's, got, like, he's, he's like so really good. Yeah, he's really good. Absolutely. So Guardians of the Galaxy for sure um, is is one that I, I'm absolutely loving. And by the way, uh, one of the best scenes in Guardians, a lot of people miss. It's in the bar when you first go to nowhere. And it's a guy, it's, one, it's, yeah. it's the No Lips guy. And he oh, used, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. used to be in a band together. And that whole scene is so funny. I love yeah, that I scene. That. 
God, yeah. that scene. Yeah, it goes on a while, and, and it goes on. Sure it stuff goes on like making take is so dumb. I love it. And and his name isn't his name like lipless, lipless or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like no lip. Yeah, the dude, he's a creepy looking mother ever. For sure. But it's totally optional. It's very funny that, I mean, they put a lot of love into that Guardians game. So I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm just shocked by how good it is. Like, I know the reviews were good. It's not like that. And I was hyped for the game, but um, like before launching. But I'm just surprised yeah. how good it is. It's a we all felt surprise. the same way when, when yeah. we beat it. We were like, what is going on in the yeah. world? Like, how are we in a mirror dimension? What is happening? How yeah. is this end so good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really it's good. good. And then a shout out to the Dishonored games. Like, I became obsessed with Deathloop, and I put a ton of hours in Deathloop when you, you really didn't have to. Like, I could have beat it a long time ago, but I just kept playing. And then even after I beat it, I kept playing. Like, I have a PC <laughs> playthrough that I'm like a third through. Um, but. Nice. But Dishonored and Dishonored 2, I've already beat those games. Mm -hmm. Death of the Outsider as well. I've already beat all of those games. And when I played them, I enjoyed them. But there was times where I was just like, I'll be honest. It's, it, I know we make a joke about it, but it was like these games are too smart for me. They frustrate me. They're annoying. But now that I'm kind of getting their, their understanding of how Arcane makes their games... I absolutely love how smart they are, but I also just love how fun they are. I love yeah. how open and free, and they want you to explore different ways. I love that. I love the freedom. So shout out to, well, Arcane, because they're one of my favorite studios right now. Yeah, man. It's good Dishonored stuff. Cool. Well deserved. They're very deserved. I still need to beat the first Dishonored and Dishonored 2, but I played like quite a bit in the Dishonored the first one, and I was like, good story. What's wrong with me? I need to play this game. Well, that like, was what I was yeah. going to say, the only thing I think Arcane needs to do a little bit better with, I think they got the characters down, like, yeah. in their mm -hmm. games. I think all the characters, Deathloop, definitely. Deathloop has great banter, great characters. The biggest problem with Arcane games, to me, is not story. Their plots are good. It's how they finish off, how they tell them and how they finish them off. Yeah. I, think, I feel like I don't know how many people beat Deathloop, but... Deathloop has a very intriguing plot, and there's a lot to it, and there's a lot of information that you unlock and un and discover. But by the time you get to the end, you're like, okay, well, <laughs> a that was predictable, like mm -hmm. the the twist, which wasn't really a twist, and then the end end was just like, okay, it just ended. You're like, really, like. I played well, this whole game and that's it. Well, there's so, three there's three choices, but it's not like it's anything shocking, right? Like No, I watched I did my ending and then I yeah. watched the other two, so I knew right. everything and I still was just like, oh, mm. okay. It just yeah. ended. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah the I ending think if was they a can, interesting. And that's that's what that was true of both Dishonored games too, as good as they were, and I thought the narratives were good. You're right. They the yeah. endings did feel a little anticlimactic in both even though they were still solid, but mm -hmm. hmm. Um, I'm with you. Anything else you guys are playing? I, uh, I'm just going to give a shout out to two things that just dropped. Uh, I'm halfway through the new season of Cobra Kai. It's still enjoyable as hell ah, and has okay, no right to be as good as it is. Yeah. Um, so it's fun. good to hear, actually. It's, so yeah, fun. It's, it's so corny, but aware yeah. of it and it is. as ever. You know, it's so yeah. fun. Um, and then the Harry Potter anniversary special for anybody that's into that. I thought it was really well done. Uh, the Friends one had was was in, a, in front of a crowd because it's a TV show in front of a crowd, so sure. they replicated that. Whereas Harry Potter, they were they went back to like the sets, yeah, and nice. had conversations, and it was uh, they got very emotional and stuff, uh, especially because like many of the cast has died now. Alan Rickman, 
Oh, Helen, yeah, yeah, that's Corey true. Corey or whatever her name is, she played uh, Draco's yeah. mom. Yeah. Uh, the original Dumbledore. Like, all these people died. Yeah. The best and, uh, Dumbledore? Yeah. Ugh. yeah, the one who was actually Super like Santa Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah, like... Yeah. Super Santa Dumbledore? <laughs> exactly. The new one's so aggressive. Um, <laughs> Russell yeah, Crowe's adopted it's, it's really dad and Gladiator. I mean, he's amazing. Do what? He was Russell Crowe's adopted dad, kind of, in Gladiator. Remember? Was he? Was he, he said, that... "You're the you're the son that I should have had." Remember when he said that to him? That's the same actor. That's Caesar. Yeah. That's oh, Richard wow. Harris. Richard Harris huh. plays him and uh, wow. Dumbledore. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, old guy. <laughs> yeah. Just an old guy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's great. He's got that whisper voice. He's so so good. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the new guy they cast, like I remember in the fourth movie when Harry Potter was announced as being a competitor. He was so in that, aggressive in that wizard tournament. He's like, "Did you put your name in that? You put your name." He was so <laughs> mad. And oh, when yeah. you read the books, it's nothing like that. He's like, he's just like, "Did you put your name in the book?" He's like, "No." And he's like, "Okay." It was a shock because out of the like, other <laughs> ones, out of the other ones, yeah. he talks so yeah. purposefully and slowly. He's like, "To yeah. those who ask for it," like it's just very he's slow really, and. Really Rasty. intense about that goblet. Yeah, he's really, really good. Anyway, yeah, whatever. Very um, I, I did w- finish. I did finish Hawkeye. By the way, and it's yeah, a lot of fun. It yeah. is. It is the fun that I wish Cap and Winter Soldier had been. Listen, Cap and Winter Soldier. I told you guys this in our chat too. Cap and Winter Soldier had some amazing set pieces, and the story actually had some interesting moments. And I didn't hate the characters. I just there was there was a lot of pacing issues in that show, and I felt like Hawkeye. Mm. Just clipped along at the right beat, and it had some cool yeah. character reveals. The last couple episodes were just like, oh, they tied in that and that, and that was cool, and I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't perfect, yeah. but I liked um, it a lot. There's a character in the, involved in the last, like, two episodes who brings so much of the humor, like, yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, funniest yeah. moments to me. And Which I haven't I'm seen like, the movie yet. Oh, this yet. person's going to be such a big, heavy hitter in the MCU. Oh, seeing the, movie, seeing the movie that that character's tied to is actually kind of important, I discovered. I'm glad I watched right. it before watching this. Yes. I'm going to watch yeah. it um, probably tonight, actually, because I, yeah. I, I did enjoy Not bad. The, the portrayal of that character, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's more so. of that in Black Widow, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <gasps> it's enchanting <laughs> change. Whoa, enchanting Tatum. <laughs> can, can I can I just can I just throw out there though? Um, I don't know if it's always just to kind of humanize and be like, oh, like the every person's part of the story. It's like, I don't know. I kind of sometimes don't really care about just like the normal people interacting with the heroes. Like I kind of just want to watch the hero stuff. Like have you have me like the LARPers? For whatever reason. I don't know. Uh, I, I like that better. I just don't than, really care. I don't Netflix know. always had to have like there's either a cop or the NSA or someone like that's on their tail. <laughs> and that character always yeah. sucked. Every time, <laughs> I just I didn't yeah, care I just, about like the cop who was trying to bring down the vigilante. Like, you ever. literally, like, you literally have this mafia, even though they're like a corny mafia, like just showing up with bats and guns, and you got these larpers <laughs> that are like just they're just able to be like hold their own. Like okay, sure, that's fine. It was a very there was a very cheesy tongue and tongue and cheek stuff there that sure. Mm-hmm. It Again, it wasn't. It was definitely not a perfect show, but it was a lot more. I just had fun. Like when it was over, I was like, "It's just a fun. minor critique. I wasn't offended by it." It's Kate, just, yeah. Kate Bishop's awesome. I think she's gonna yes. be totally great yeah. as yeah. whatever they use her for. So she's really good at looking emotional about something. Yeah, very good. She's always it. been like that. She's by the way, she has a good emotional face. By the way, at the very end, I was, I was like, "Cool, let's right, see what the final yeah, yeah. scene is." And it says, "Like here's the final scene. Like Merry Christmas, Happy oh, Holidays, dude, Marvel." <laughs> And the entire final scene, I was kind of waiting for something, and it didn't. Like, I watched no, the whole thing, no. and I was like, It, it made was. us watch this whole awful yeah. song yep. Yep. for three and a half minutes. Yep. And I was just like, oh, it's going to pan out to the crowd, and we're yeah. going to see somebody. Yeah, see somebody. There were so many no. memes on, like, TikTok of that, of, like, so and then it pans to the crowd, and it's like, 
Bruce Banner going, oh, it's not how that happened. And he rages or something like yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I hated that. that so much. I hated, I hated it that. so much. And like every He's, time, like they they would start a new verse of that song. I every time I hit that big note, that I'm I like, I can't, is this still going? Like, look, I, I apologize for a lot day. of musicals, and that that really tried me. That was uh, yeah. When they when they hit that big, I could do this all day. No, I muted it. I was like, mute until I can do I, this all day. I, just, I, I hate I hate musicals so, so much. Bad. I hate them. So hate so them. bad. Anyway, bad, it makes you appreciate the good ones. Oh, All right. Yeah. Are there one, any- last, one last shout out, and then I know you guys probably been on for a while. Uh, just mainly because it's a surprise. True Colors, like not real mm. far into it, probably an hour in or whatever. I just got past the. I'm not spoiling because if you haven't played it, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. I just got past the part where like Mac enters the scene and stuff happens, and I'm like, whoa, okay, that really happened. Um, but it's very intriguing so far. Um, I I can't say enough how shocked I am. Like, compared to other games, no, it's not the most beautiful game, mainly because it's not animated real well. But for this style of game, it's really, really pretty. And I'm playing yeah. on Xbox Series X. I'm not playing on, you know, PC Master Race. But... It looks really, really good. good it's real good vistas, crisp, right? Yeah, and I really feel like I'm in Colorado or wherever they're at. I think this um, might have been the first time they did mocap, so it kind of shows. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the characters move and talk better, everything like that. There is still like when they pan out and you see like mm-hmm. the movements of things. It's a, yes. you know, yeah, it's very yeah. Life is Strange or The Walking Dead. Yes, but still overall, I was shocked more about. The fact that I'm not tearing this game apart. <laughs> I thought you would be. Yeah, yeah same. Well, and, no, and, dude, you'll like it. You like the first one. This is a return to form for the first one. You'll like it. Yeah, so far I, I do like it. Um, so I'm shocked by that. And then one last shout out is just the Halo franchise. I beat Halo Reach again. It was just my second time beating it. And I'm just, I, I can't say enough how good these stories are i feel like i never knew i still see people all the time not just in this chat so it's not a passive aggressive or not chat but like whatever we are podcast um (laughs) it's not like a passive aggressive like oh you guys don't pay attention to the story because you're stupid i see it all the time like i don't like halo games i don't care about the story blah 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 and i'm like that was me like i always liked halo games but i always played them co-op now that I'm running through all of them by myself, and I'm older, more mature, and I'm paying attention well, to things. More I'm mature, like, though. I mean, uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> continue, continue. Go ahead. Um, that was a good. No, they're, setup, they're really though. good. The stories, and they're very. They're impressive. really good. Yeah. And they're, they're really it's not, deep. It's just like, usually when you're playing co-op, you're like screaming at your friend, yeah. like, "I can't believe you stole the board house!" Wait, so you, you know, like, so you're replaying all of them too, or which one are you? Yeah, oh, you I, just finished Reach, right? I think. Yeah, Reach I, is the first I played through two, three. Oh, okay. Uh, ODST Reach. I'm halfway through four, which this would be my third time playing through four. Okay. I'm going to go back and play the original, and then I'm going to play five again for the third time. But the point is, the reason I actually know I'm going to play through them is I, as soon as I start them, I don't want to start playing. Whereas other games, I'll play them, and I'll be like, this is good. And I'm playing for like 30 minutes. I'm like, this is a good game, and then I turn it off. Yeah. This I'm yeah. not turning off. I just keep playing all the Halo games. And I'm yeah. really into 
the lore and the characters and stuff like that. I'm not saying it's exactly on par with Mass Effect, but if yeah. you really invest in it, you'll realize uh, they kind of take from each other. Like they're they're very yeah. yeah they're like there's a lot of stuff with the forerunners and the in the endless yeah. and stuff like that. That's that's very yeah, reminiscent I, of Reapers like, and and. Yep. Uh, yeah, like that stuff. Um, whoever, yeah, exactly. First that team. stuff in the beginning of uh, Halo Two, because I I'm in like towards the beginning of Halo Two, and by the way, I'm assuming they redid the cutscenes, right? Because it looks like two. I, oh yeah, yeah, that was like, the like big fairly release. modern cuts. Yeah, fairly modern cutscenes. Well, um, when like that trial thing collection came out, the big release was the 10 year anniversary of two. So they redid okay. two. Uh, okay, gotcha. All the cutscenes are professionally yeah. done by I forgot the group, but it's like some professional group that does it. Yeah. yeah. Does that like there's that trial going on with the uh what is it? Is it the Arbiter. Reapers? Arbiters? Yeah, yeah. Like that like that whole the thing reapers. was actually really cool. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I, I'm trying to still get the hang of all the terms. The reapers. The reapers. No, but yep. it's just it's really good and again. A lot of people crap on Microsoft. They don't have this. They don't have that. PlayStation doesn't have this. This they don't have this. And I don't. They think tried they, and they failed. Yes. And, and and what they did was actually we're not going to get into it. But the franchise they they built to to kill Halo was yeah. a good franchise. It Killzone just, it, and Resistance are both fantastic. For yeah, I absolutely love both yeah. of those franchises. Yeah, they're maybe and not I Halo still, level, but they're not like... I would say like, Halo is yeah. superior, and I it think is, that's but, what Microsoft has yeah. that's... It's better than people realize until they yeah. really give it a shot. Well, and there's a there's like a, a, a confidence in it that Microsoft has that Sony doesn't have in either of those other two franchises. Well, I mean, that's why we don't have sequels yeah. anymore. To, you they know. need <laughs> to have it with Resistance. Killzone, I can kind of understand. Resistance needs to come back. No, man, they, Resistance they is a really bring cool back idea. Both. Yeah. They I should bring back both. Yeah, I, I want both back, but I'm saying if they're only going to give me one, give me Resistance. Yeah. Yeah. I would love it if they even just started things off with the, here's a Resistance remastered trilogy or yeah. oh i would love that uh, yeah they trilogize left, both of them yeah they left it as a cliffhanger i think right With i, ne- I never played i never played yeah. two or three i played most of one i think i can't remember. i played two, all the of them yeah i like killzone the reason i'm not high on killzone is because is it killzone shadow keep shadow, shadow fall? Fall? that game shadow sucks fall? That game sucked. That was a launch game. Yeah. Was, that was a PS4 for launch PS3, game. But Killzone 2 oh. was out of this world. And Killzone 3 is really good, it too. Two, two it was PS4. Three. It was yeah, a two. launch PS4 game. It yeah. was, yeah. But Killzone 2 and 3 were amazing, though. I thought those yes. games were awesome. I love the story's two. really yeah. good. The first know. one was okay. It was good. The first one's just okay. Yeah. But like 2 three. and 3 were really good. Yeah. Yeah. Shadowfall was trash for me. And then... Shadowfall was a little trash, yeah. And then I liked... All three of the resistance. And they the could resistance just, they games just, just kept getting better. They just make a game, just call it Kill Zone, call it a reboot or re Boom. whatever, yeah. and just kill Zone Ragnarok. Play all three of those games. <laughs> yeah, Killzone, Killzone Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Sure, yeah, that sounds cool. Sure. Yeah. All right, well that does it for us for this week. Next week we got a few more categories we'll dive into. Um, thank you guys for talking about best indies, best open worlds, <laughs> best <laughs> Nintendo. Oh, hold on, real quick. Derek, what is actually the best indie uh, of 2021? Give me some of yours. I have one in my head, but in case I'm forgetting any, what were what did you guys come up with real quick? All right, quick? so our top 10 for indies were Valheim, It Takes Two, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Death's Door, 12 Minutes, Artful Escape, Solar Ash, Eastward, The Ascent, and Cyber Shadow. Okay, so the only ones I give a crap about are Death's Door and Kena. Yeah, Kena was really good. Yeah. And tr- and like in the spirit of indie was really an indie. So there you go. 
All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for taking time. Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you next week. We'll argue together next week. We'll see you. Amen. Jeff's an idiot.